You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to Watchpoint Radio, a podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am your host, Bobby Schisler, also known as Blazin' Bob. This is episode 100. Wow, right? This episode was recorded all over the place. It was recorded prior last week with some former hosts. It was recorded with some shout-outs from other podcasts and friends, and it is recorded right now with me. It is scheduled to be released on March 21st, 2018. Uh, the topics we're going to talk about are all over the place. Um, it was recorded last week, and we kind of went off on some tangents. I apologize for that, but it is rather entertaining. We were all drinking except for Ja. And it got a little crazy, but it was a good time, and I would recommend sitting through it. It's a little long, but if you can't, you know, take it in doses. Most of it isn't completely topical, so just enjoy it at your leisure. I'd like to start by, you know, welcoming first-time listeners and letting you know what we talk about. We talk about Overwatch and its community. We talk a little eSports, especially with the addition of the Overwatch League. But the show basically focuses on the state of the game and the community around it. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Watchpoint Radio, and you can join our Discord at discord.me slash mash those buttons. I'd also like to thank any returning listeners. You guys are the ones that keep this show going and make it worthwhile every week. As far as new Twitch subscribers and Patreon subscribers, Jaw handles all of that, so I do not know if we have new ones. If we do, Jaw will mention those on the show he comes back on, not next week, but the week after. Next week, we have some guests coming on. This week, we had some more community feedback. We had a new iTunes review from Big Reese, and I'm going to try to do this one, but it's tough, so bear with me. All right, up next is my review. Drop the sound clip. Boom. My review, Lulz, Bob, and Ja are great to listen to with great news and updates and giving their viewpoint. I like that they don't, yes man, agree on everything like the, um, like the, and I like the amount of laughs and the lightheartedness along with the serious info stuff. Love when Bob gets Ja going and drawing out his garlic salt on things like Bastion. Keep it up, guys. You're a part of my workday. Peace out. M-E-M-P-F-O-W. Thank you very much. That was what was hard because you put so much energy and life into it. It was just hard to do it justice, but I tried. 
Uh, we really appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Cheers, mate. The cavalry's here. Hey, Watchpoint Radio. Mel here from the cavalry. I just wanted to say congrats on hitting 100 episodes. I might mention it was just slightly after I hit it. <laughs> Let's just hope your 101 isn't reminiscent of ours. Okay, so I have to begin by saying that I started listening to the show when Bub started on. And I love it. I do wish that Mikey would have stayed. Although our Twitch chat banter is almost worth having him in chat. Jaws skeptical outlook on everything makes me chuckle. <laughs> and him and Bobby have developed a fantastic ability to agree to disagree. Keep up the good work, guys. Congrats. Hey, this is Gabus from the Cavalry. Congratulations, Watchpoint Radio, on 100 episodes. You guys are fantastic. Keep it up. Hey, it's Lee from The Cavalry. I'd like to congratulate Watchpoint Radio on reaching 100 episodes, and especially to you, Bob, who brought me on as a guest for Prepare to Attack, and I would not be now hosting The Cavalry if not for him. Congrats, guys, and good luck on your future 100 episodes. Hello, Watchpoint Radio, Blazing Bob, Scott, and Timeless, and everybody else over there. Congratulations on 100 episodes. And the fact that I've almost listened to probably all 100 is another congratulations to me. But, good job everyone. And I look forward to listening to the next 100 and beyond that. So, from all of us, which is just me, over at Overwatch today, congratulations! I believe that we can just go right off the bat and go, hello, Bob. Hi, Big Chocolate. Oh, no. Sorry, (laughs) what? I didn't hear anything. Did you? I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) All of a sudden, these words came into your mouth and I was confused. I'm sorry, maybe? No, really, I'm not. Sorry for that. No, I'm not sorry. Bob, congratulations on 100 episodes of Watchpoint Radio. I am so excited. Still one of my favorite Overwatch podcasts. Yeah, it was really like awesome to see you guys get there. 100, it's big milestone. Uh, it's almost as much as uh, Wicked Night's Blue Zone. Uh, I think we're at eight. I think we're at eight now, yeah. We are. We're at eight. We're, we've almost caught up to you already. Oh, we're so close, y'all. We're so close. Check us next week, and it'll be already at nine. Blow your <laughs> mind, you know? We'll blow your mind. But, uh, Ja, Bob, the such an awesome feat to hit 100 episodes. Not very many podcasts make it that far. And uh, I'm looking forward to another uh, couple hundred from you. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. And I just want to say, uh, Bob, I just want to let you know at one point that, uh, I, you're, I'm constantly reminded of you. Uh, whenever we get a Lucio coach who's applying to WBC, uh, for all of our coaches, uh, we send them a little sample VOD for them to review. Um, and I still have a VOD that you used uh, months and months and months ago for Lucio. So every time we get a Lucio coach, I just I throw you in there. So you've gotten, theoretically, like 30, 40 coaching sessions, maybe. <laughs> That's awesome been, to hear. They've all just been the exact same thing, though. but guys keep on keeping on keep fighting the good fight uh it's a war zone over there in overwatch podcast land so keep it up 
It's always good to see it pop up in my feed every week. Congratulations, guys. Yeah, congratulations, guys. Hey, Job. That's Ja and Bob. Get it? Uh, this is Deathblow and Blevins Hi. from High Noon Podcast. Just wanted to say thank you so much and congratulations for 100 episodes. You guys are great for the community. Really appreciate everything you're doing, all the different shows appearing on our shows. So we still got a good job. Yeah, and I still got to be on your show. Where's my invite? I mean, come on. Like, Wait, this is about you. This is about. Oh you. yeah, yeah, that's Congrats, right. That's congratulations, right. Congratulations, episode 100. You guys did it. Woo! You guys did it. This is definitely about you and not about the delicious, delicious, sugar-free energy provided by G Fuel. Use the pro. Okay, no, it's actually about you. Uh, in all, in all reality, guys, uh, 100 episodes is awesome. We're we're just uh, a, a couple episodes ahead of you, and we know how much of a grind it is. So congratulations, and here's to 100 more. What's up, nerds? This is Tumbling Drunk from Heroes Never Die, Overwatch League Network, and OWLN, the Backcap. I just wanted to take a moment to congratulate you on your 100th episode of Watchpoint Radio. 100 episodes in podcasting is nothing to sneeze at, and most don't make it this far. WPR is one of the few OG Overwatch podcasts remaining, and you continue to break new ground. While I haven't been listening to the podcast since episode 1, Watchpoint Radio has been a mainstay in my podcast library, and the addition of Prepare to Attack has been a great asset to both old and new players alike. Keep up the stellar work, John Bob. Wishing you nothing but the best, and I look forward to seeing you reach that next milestone and celebrating it with you guys yet again. Congrats. What is up, Watchpoint Radio? This is Andres from the Omnic Lab. I just want to congratulate you guys on your 100th episode. And I wish you guys many, many more. Ja, Bob, you guys are some of the best dudes that I know. And I love you guys. Peace. Hello, this is Kinder from Fragging Out. Here to congratulate Blazing Bob and Ja on making 100 episodes. It's a hard fucking milestone to hit. And as a veteran podcaster myself, I have mad respect for da boys. I look forward to joining as a guest on the show again soon and shamelessly stealing ideas for my own piece of shit glorified audio snuff film of a podcast also i'm only using tts because i'm having problems with my audio go figure hashtag podcast life good job boys may your sr games be plentiful and your technical difficulties few and far between sincerely your boy skinny penis and that was some shout outs from some friends of the podcast my friends, my mentors, helpers, people who have taught me things, co-workers, but truly just family. Like The podcast community, the Overwatch podcast community, that's the only one I really am part of or have ever been part of, is just an amazing place of warmth and just really helping. Everybody helps everybody, and it's an amazing thing. And I've, I'm glad to be a part of this community and what it stands for. And I just really appreciate you guys sending that stuff in. I want to say thank you to Joff ja for bringing me on to the podcast. And this is my, you know, but this is about the time. This is my first year. My first year's ending of podcasting. I have been a podcaster for about a year. I've done about 50 episodes of Watchpoint Radio. I've done dozens of episodes, well, a dozen or so episodes of Prepared to Attack. I started the Overwatch League recap with Andreas. 
I and Mel and Aid Morrow, and it's just it's just been a whirlwind. I just want to thank Ja for bringing me on, helping me, teaching me, and giving me the chance to do this. I always wanted to podcast, but I never thought I could. So I just want to thank everyone. Everyone has just been amazing to me, and I'm going to stop right now before I get a little too emotional. And I'm going to send you guys into the main part of the episode. We recorded it last week. Uh, we brought in Mikey. And we brought in Bond. Uh, Jaw was a little. Jaw was sneaky. Jaw got us talking for like an hour prior, and we were all drinking. So Jaw just set it up for a real exciting thing. So <laughs> we went off some tangents, and we talked about all kinds of things. So I hope you enjoy. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Ja here talking to you from the past. Bob should be doing a good job. If he's not, please let me know when I get back. And I'll deal with that. <laughs> but for now, we are uh, we are here to do episode 100 of Watchpoint Radio. It feels a little weird doing this and not doing the full intro, right? <laughs> right as we start, bit. Mikey loses his camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, your camera, we just lost it. Hey. There you go. There he is. So... Let's get along with the intros. <laughs> Episode 100, obviously a momentous occasion here. Uh, hey. I am here, here with Bob, of course, and also here with Watchpoint Radio veterans, Emery and Keylock. How you guys doing? Hey, how's everyone hey, doing? What's going on? <laughs> veterans, I think gangsters. we were the original. Yeah, we were original we veterans. Still. <laughs> well, Emery, Emery was the original. I kind of tacked on at the like near the end of the original because he didn't have beta access. Well, I heard <laughs> Gosh, he just got a key bringing it up. Raid time. That's what I heard. Uh, originally, oh. yeah, and then I I stopped because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like when we first started the show, I was the only person on the show that actually had access to the <laughs> to the game, and I would talk and Bond be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. I wish I could play that. You know what? Made me and feel good. Yeah, I'm sure it did. When no one would argue with you. And then I got access and I was like, wait, no, Ja, hold on. I'm pretty <laughs> sure Let's somebody once I'm pretty sure somebody once said in the iTunes comments that, boy, yeah, you guys are all so extreme. It's good to have that bond on there, leveling everything out a little bit. <laughs> I actually know exactly. They said uh, bond brings it back a, a little bit. It was it, it was a one star. The dude was pissed. Uh, Mike uh, Sopko is the is the name on it because I actually Googled him and tried to send him a message to re-listen to the show and change his, his rating. His one oh, star. Okay. That's the type of work that I do star. behind the scenes, guys. You try to get him to change his one star review. I tried. He did not answer me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was. He did. He, oh no! <laughs> Frank just messaged me. Was like, "Hey, you joining us on the podcast tonight? I sent you the webcam so you could do it with us." <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Oh he, no! I, tell him he could be mad at me. <laughs> but, but okay. Tell him, this is a, he, you're, you're doing a momentous podcast right now. Episode 100 of Watchpoint Radio. Gosh, I can't believe uh, it's 100. Yeah, it has a 100 episodes. Actually, if you count. The, the intro episodes we did and then we did a couple of ep a couple of weeks we did two episodes in one week like there was there, i think we have we have an episode called content overflow because there was so much information that happened that week it was because we this, had to do, yeah yeah we, we had to do like a regular episode and an extra episode 
and then I also had like not I should say I like I think we we did like a few console centric episodes where we brought somebody on that was playing with me on console, but he didn't really he like you know he didn't really um play that much for too long. So, but yeah, like it's a hundred episodes. Um, this is the first. No, I'm sorry. This is the second show on Mashless Buttons. That's sorry, third, third show on Mashless Buttons that's, that's reached 100 episodes. Because we had the Mashcast that made it to like that had like 196 episodes. Wow, Talk hit 100 episodes this year. Now we're hitting 100 episodes. Also, same week, Sit Rep Radio will also be hitting their 100th episode. Wait, nice. Sit Rep Sit actually gotten onto 100 episodes. Sit Rep has gotten onto 100 episodes. I am impressed. Yeah. Can I just say how? I am impressed by us, by y'all having Overwatch, like the Overwatch podcast going this long. The fact that Sit Rep Radio, based off the division, has lasted this long. Kudos to those guys. Yeah, seriously, they're on fire right now. Like, that is baller, especially because the Division 2 has already been hinted for E3. So, I mean, hey. That's just more content to talk about, though. Exactly. That's pretty cool. That just helps them. That's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations to them. But we're not here to talk about them. We're here to talk about us. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I guess we can brush you and Bob's shoulders off a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't do this alone, obviously. Uh, you know, there's four of us here for a reason. The four of us put the, you know, we, we made this podcast, you know, so. If you weren't important, you wouldn't be here. That's why well, I didn't have Bond here. I almost didn't have Bond. He just kind of called me. I was like, hey, I heard you're doing the 100th episode. That's a lie. I, by oh, way. I, what I, I totally messaged him. <laughs> well, yeah, we, yeah, we've I, been talking about it. I mean, obviously, we couldn't any of us be, stand, be sitting here if it wasn't for Jaw, though. Yep. Like, Jaw is the mastermind behind it all. So. It is very, very true. Hey, wait a minute. Jaw has uh, been a great mentor for me, too. I mean, it's been amazing. Like, I can... Like I am going to edit all of the podcasts for this next couple weeks while Jaw's out of the country, and that's all because Jaw taught me how to do it. I mean, wait. he took the time and has ja, nobody else. Wait, to, hold uh, on, wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Jaw taught you how to edit. Yes, he did. Uh oh, I sense <laughs> something bad here is about to happen. You didn't ask me to learn how to edit. You asked me to learn how to edit. Oh shit! He turned his chair. He spun his chair around. Are you serious? I do not recall this. Oh my gosh! Now he did tell me I had to buy uh, audition. uh, Yeah, audition, and I did that, and then he did teach me. (laughs) I've got the i I recorded it because we did it on Skype. So if you want me to send it to you, I can. It's okay. It's it's (laughs) fine. It's fine. It's in the past now. It's It's in the past. (laughs) <laughs> hey mikey sometimes you just have to let it go i you know it's sometimes it's just amazing how like the things jaw does mm, yeah mm. i agree yeah mm. Mm. uh you know it's interesting too i think uh when jaw mentioned earlier the podcast there coming up with the 100 episode i said hey we should have me and mikey get on that you know 100th episode yeah i said that <laughs> yeah he said it way before you like yeah. he's, he's been talking about it since ja, episode eighty six. Jaw literally started bugging me around episode seventy five about like, <laughs> like yes, episode. I said to make sure you're ready. Yeah. He's, so instantly I was like, oh okay, let me just boot up Overwatch again and start playing again. 
I can play. Yeah. I can play Symmetra. Left click to win. Mm. <laughs> I play. A, hey, I have other. I have other ponies. Not just. A, not just Symmetra. I have not. Hey man, a, just a one I play pony. Symmetra and I play Torbjorn. I mean, <laughs> come on. Torbjorn. Okay. Torbjorn. Okay. <laughs> he's not. Enough. He's not a dwarf. He's Swedish. <laughs> uh, well, why don't you guys like Bond and Mike? Why don't you catch everybody up on what you guys have been up to? Since you oh, haven't been Lord. on this show, <laughs> what, must be real important. What have I been up to? Bond, exercising. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, well, so I stopped playing WoW as hardcore as I was. I'm no longer a Mythic Raider, so I got that going for me, which is great. And then uh, <clears throat> uh, Overwatch, I got into competitive again. I I picked back up into it, frustratingly so. And wouldn't you know it, struggle through the entire season, finally get back up into that Platinum Promised Land. And what happens, not even an hour after that happens, Jai and I get wrecked with the teams that we were on and uh, knocked all the way back down to like 2,300 within a like two hour period. It was bad. That's it why you only bad. you like two losses in a row. You stop. You switch characters. <laughs> you do something else. Well, he didn't have another character. That's the, I didn't have another account at I, the time. I do now, though. It's level twenty-one. I'm gonna get it to twenty-five probably. You know, tomorrow, and I'm gonna place that that way. Next time that starts happening, I can be like, "Hold on, let me get my trash account." <laughs> but yeah, I got back up into Platinum Promised Land. I started playing all of the sports instead of just one, and. uh and if I get really pissed, I have somebody else go heels and I hop on the old junk rat and I just absolutely wreck everybody. So uh, this season, I'm going to hopefully place a lot higher and I'm going to keep one account for Ja and I so we can, uh, you know, uh, two man queue and uh, go in. But uh, yeah, I've just been doing a lot of that and getting ready for uh, bike riding season. <sighs> so, yeah. All right, Mike, your turn. I I still play Overwatch casually. I tune into the Owl every once in a while just so I can stay up to date and see what's happening. Um, like right than, now when Mayhem's about yeah, to take out the Valiant? That shit's crazy and that shit shouldn't Woo! be happening. That should not be happening. By the way, have we switched to PG-13 so I should stop saying shit? Are we still like... <laughs> no, yeah, it's so explicit. It's fine. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. we are explicit just, as just fuck. Just making sure. I, I saw y'all like holding back in the last like when I was watching y'all Twitch stream like y'all were y'all were holding back a little bit so I was like <laughs> you were holding back. No, I just uh I just only use profanity when I use it sparingly so that it draws attention when I do it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, fair. I don't do that. I just expect people <laughs> to expect me to curse. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've um other than playing Overwatch like with my friends casually like and then doing my 10 ranked matches and then being done with ranked like i've been playing a lot of monster hunter um i think i have over 120 hours in monster hunter right now it's kind of absorbed my soul um other than that i'm just looking forward to the fighting games coming out this year dragon ball fighter z was really cool um i look forward to blaze blue cross tag battle even though it's got bullshit dlc and I super am excited about Soul Calibur 6. I know this is not a double top podcast, 
but I'm still gonna promote fucking Soul <laughs> Calibur Six looks fucking baller. And I will I am so excited for Soul Calibur Six. Well, since I played the first Soul Calibur, I can understand that. Who's the dude with the nunchucks? So I loved it. Maxi? Maxi hasn't been Maxi hasn't been confirmed yet, but I think it's only a matter of time because they're bringing all the old cast back from the original Soul Calibur into it. Plus, they just announced uh, Geralt from Geralt of Rivia from uh, The Witcher today, so that's that's pretty cool. But I am. I mean, I'm well, also, then I have yeah. a question for you. Since you're into the fighting games, have you played Doomfist? Because we haven't talked to you since then. I. <laughs> Doomfist is this. Everyone likes to say he's the fighting game character. You're gonna love Jaws fighting games. I just fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) There's only one thing I can think of when I hear Doomfist. Jaw, you know what that is, right? Terry Crews. No, actually, no. (laughs) What's the other one? You know the other one. Go ahead. You do it all the time whenever you get somebody. Oh, Indyfist. (laughs) Indyfist. <laughs> it's I, all I could think of. I hear that every single time. <laughs> I am I am not a Doomfist player at all. Like, so you're not I a Doomfister? No, I'm okay. not in, I'm not into the fisting, like Doomfisting at all. Like it's not my thing. <laughs> like 100% not my thing. I need to go uh, over dictionary that now. It's too much for you, huh? <laughs> I I just can't deal with like hitting looking like it hits my car- hits the opponent. And then it doesn't hit the opponent. Now, That's okay. What I don't like. <laughs> when was the last time you played? Because they have made a lot of a lot of tweaks to that. They've been working on it hard for the last couple patches. I mean, last time I played Doomfist was probably I want to say December. Oh my god! Well, uh, yeah, I don't even know this. When he yeah. first came out for the first like two weeks, he hit everything. It didn't matter if the dude was like 14 feet to your left. There, like you were still going to hit him. The problem Blizzard has to dance. Are, are we getting into technical stuff as is being the 100 sure, episode? Let's sure. do it. Go so for it. My problem with Doomfist is that he has a very delicate dance to dance that Blizzard gets to do. He's either going to hit more than he should or hit less than he should until Blizzard hits that sweet spot with him to where they figure out, yep, that's the spot we want. So they're going to be adjusting Doomfist. Until they finally hit that sweet spot. Like, and well, that's just how it's going to be. I talked to Bob. I don't think we really talked about it on the show, but I think because Blizzard doesn't just have a problem with Doomfist. They have a problem with Reinhardt, too. Like, Reinhardt has had several game-breaking bugs for him, and so has Doomfist that made him not I very, mean, you, you know, not very useful. But I think the problem is that their engine's built for shooting and these characters are primarily melee, mm-hmm. and so they're not necessarily fitting that mold properly. Bingo. And the problem is... Ho, 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 was... ho. Mayhem won. <laughs> really? Are you fucking kidding Mayhem me? just beat the fucking Valiant. Sorry, sorry. Wow. I did not mean to interrupt you. <laughs> Continue. Well, first off, Mayhem shouldn't have won that. Bring but the Mayhem. <laughs> apparently, Mayhem has decided to play the game. Uh, but you're right remember when reinhardt was doing 360 spin hit everywhere around him yeah like it reinhardt melee characters have always been an issue which which honestly has made me worried about brigitte being a a semi-melee because she's like 
So it's melee, but a little bit of ranged melee in there. There's only so, one piece of, me- of ranged, and that's literally just the heal shield that she throws. I would say she's primarily melee. She's like 100% well, melee. But the with flail, a charge the ability. Flail, the flail goes a little bit beyond just melee. Like The flail goes out there a little bit further than melee. So I feel like a little a, bit. For, oh, just, oh, you mean like there's the regular six, play? I thought you yeah, meant her ability six. where she. Oh no, her ability. Her ability is straight up range, but like her normal attack, like that goes a little bit like in Reinhardt's wheelhouse of melee. It's I would so say. melee with either further. Correct. It it's like melee with a couple of steps added. But uh, did you listen to the episode before she got released? Like, Jaw and I called the entire character pretty much. It was crazy. You did. I listened. I, like, dude, I heard I'd it. never freaking, I've never been that close to anything in my life. I've felt really good about that one. <laughs> I felt good about when we called out Sombra. Like all those, dude. Songs. You guys and Indian, did, and Indian. I listened to your. Uh, I listened to Rose, uh, uh, year end thing, and I got to hear you and and um, Jaws interview. It was so good. Oh my god, that interview was like fucking was like a trip down memory lane. I don't know about Jaw, but I just felt like <laughs> fuck. I, that was that feels like so long ago, but it was like just yesterday at the same time. Yeah, you guys are yeah, spot on though. Yeah, yeah, we we, we kind of we had our pulse on the community. That's why. Well, we were <laughs> around that time frame. I don't know about you. I mean, you're still you're still in the weeds of it, job. But like back around that time, I felt like I was really, really like delved into Overwatch versus right, like, yeah. like now. I'm very casual about it, but I still keep up with it. But like back then, like I was like, I I pretty much like lived and breathed this shit. Like, but. That's, I mean, yeah, that's what like, happens when you do a podcast about something. It's pretty much. That's true. Yeah. And when you stopped, you stopped doing the podcast because you didn't feel like you could talk about it, you know? I mean, I just didn't feel like the reason why I left was literally because like I just didn't play as much and I didn't want to come onto the podcast and pretend to know what I'm talking about. I don't want to be unauthentic. Like that yeah. just ruins a podcast. So like when yeah, everybody else lots is in the beta of and you're not. Do that. <laughs> bond, bond, yeah, you bond, were still bond. into it, Bond. Yeah. You were still watching the forums and stuff. Like I around that time I quit. I I stopped looking at forums. I mean, I still read like reader comments and people who tweeted at me. I was still reading all those. And I would still like play the game, but I was not playing the game like at a level where I feel like I should be commenting on Ex- like, cause around that time frame, competitive was starting to be the thing to talk about. Like competitive was just evolving. And I felt like I couldn't talk about competitive very well. Cause that wasn't my area of expertise. My expertise was more in the, my wheelhouse is more in the casual realm. So I felt like this isn't really where I this podcast is See, going into an area where I don't think I need to be commenting on. So I, I felt like inauthentic by staying around. But and that's honestly, why I was glad when though, you joined. Because Bobby, Bob, when you joined, like you brought this whole knowledge with you that just blew me away on our first recording session that I was just like, dude, you got somebody. <laughs> like 
you got this. Y'all can, you and Jaw can carry this so easy. And now I don't feel bad for like leaving Jaw out there or what anything like that. But like, it just felt like this is a perfect fit. Like this works. Well, dude, like, but this though, is what the to community be quite needs. honest, I mean, it like so many podcasts don't have someone who just plays QP. Like, I mean, like you staying like I was really bummed when when you left because I mean I thought it would have been great we would have had all layers you know what I mean it, uh, like so many podcasts like I don't know one that says oh well this one person only plays QP like none of them have that and there's a ton of people that just play QP and don't play comp. Yeah, but I don't think yep. anyone really wants to listen who listens to a podcast. Like, I don't know many people who listen to a podcast for QP. Like, everyone listens to a podcast for competitive. Like, they want to know, like, that ingrained meta, or as the Church of Jawa put it, the meta is not real. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I've been telling that to people because everybody gives me that fucking excuse in quick play lately. Meta, not meta, I'm, sorry. Or something else. The I'm like, meta, shut up. The meta is not gospel. As it is I not. Corrected. Thank you for that. Yeah, we need to hand those Take cups out to people. As Jaw tried to give me a cult, I don't think that cult was going to stay around. Well, cult of Keylock. I don't know, man. Yeah, dude. I, okay, I would I would agree. The memory. I think that that no one wants to listen to a pod to a podcast with just people that play QP. But I think people would love to hear the different conversation between people that are in different levels. Because if you get everybody in the same level, then it's just the same conversation and everybody agreeing with everything. Yep. And nobody wants to listen to that. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, no one wants to hear what diamond-level people say all the time, especially if those people who are listening in are only in gold or platinum. And that's, and that's something that I get a lot of times from our listeners is they're like, well, Bob, you're not thinking about this. And that's why I play a lot of my uh, lower SR character too now, just so I can interact with those listeners. Right. And that's kind of like the conversation me and your wife got into while we were on the Twitch Skype. Boy, this that is was starting awesome. That was awesome. Right here. It was awesome. <laughs> we should so bring I, her over here which, to talk. Way, we should bring way, her over here way. to talk to you in person. Actually. By the way, but by That's the way, what I'm going to do. You Mel, go. Mel, I love you. You're awesome. None of that was disrespect the other night. That was totally <laughs> oh, hold on, me hold on. you. I'm going to bring was, her here to talk to you right and now. I was, and I was talking to you on the oh, same shit. level. He's I was talking together. to you on the same level that I, was talking to, that I would talk to Jaw. So that's you how know, much respect I gave you, Mel. <laughs> Just know that before you come on, if you're listening. I, I have to say, though, I, I, I kind of agree with Bobby a little bit there. It's good to have it's good to have varying levels. And I'm hoping that once I get my main account back up in a plat with Jaw and whoever else we decide to bring onto the team there full time, that my other account will probably be in gold. And when the other account is, uh oh, when the other <laughs> account is in gold, you know, I can I can get those varying levels of play. I've seen a little bit of a difference between, you know, platinum level players and gold level players. But I'm going to stop talking now because it looks like something bad is about to happen. <laughs> I'm so confused. Hi. Hi, Mel. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Why so am I here? I just wanted I just wanted to clear up like our discourse in Twitch the other night and just say like <laughs> all that 
was out of respect to you, and I was just talking to you like I would talk to Bob or Jaw or anybody else. Like that was. Is she all wearing that a was. tracer shirt? Oh, yeah. Me too. What? You wearing a tracer shirt? It's an, it's an Overwatch, Overwatch Lee shirt. Oh, it's an Overwatch Lee shirt. Oh, snap. So technically speaking, yes, a tracer yes, shirt. Tracer there you shirt. go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought the same thing. That's when I put in the um, Twitch chat. I was like, um, I'm sorry. I'm not meaning to argue and be not confrontational. A, but <laughs> not at all. That's just like, but that's just how like conversations with me tend to go. Like we just tend to like. You're going to say how you feel, and I'm going to say how I feel, and neither of us are really wrong. It's just different perspectives on the, like, pers per or, yeah, perspectives on, like, the, on how the game is from two different viewpoints. That's all it is. Oh, yeah, like, 100%. And I, I agreed. I just was making sure you weren't sensitive to the fact of what i was saying oh i was being oh, very confrontational oh too. no 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 no! you're fine i've dealt with jaw for years like i got this confrontation i should have known, known. <laughs> thank you mel thanks guys happy episode 100 congrats thank, oh, thank you. you very much thank you <laughs> thank you see ya oh yeah well i mean like like bob was saying I'm waiting for Bob to get back now, but you know, it is important to have the multiple views, right? That's that's kind of um, a big deal. And I try to have multi, you know, I try to you know when when I, when I approach a topic, I try to look at it from all sides and not just the pro side or the lower side. I mean, that's kind of how that conversation started last week, where it's like, well, I mean, I don't necessarily know if that's what is actually best for Overwatch, you know, because. Overwatch is different, right? Overwatch is uh, the way that it's put together is very different, you know. And uh, maybe I'll take this time to explain it a little bit better, <laughs> you know. So you have a game, um, like let's say, let's say like League of Legends, right? League <laughs> huh. of Legends. Using League of Legends as an example for Overwatch. League of Legends so, as an example. I am so surprised oh, by this reference. <laughs> so League of Legends, right? So the let's talk about League of Legends, Legends competitive compared to Overwatch competitive. <laughs> Mikey, Jock, go. <laughs> well, look, I'll get popcorn. So Bob, you for just us. hop back on. You need to slow down for a second and let me finish. Saying what you I'm just want say. us to argue. Like I came here to be nice. Yeah, he just wants us to argue. So, like a game like everybody League of Legends, was right? it. Well, League of Legends got big because of its competitive scene, because of its pros. Counter Strike Go is resurgent because of the competitive scenes and the pros. Overwatch is different. Overwatch got big because of the game itself, because of the way the Blizzard community work, because Overwatch was built as a game that was built on diversity and acceptance and finding people. They had a happy whoops. Like you. It was a happy whoops. <laughs> it wasn't a whoops. That shit was intentional. You're gonna tell me you put you're gonna tell me you put a character that is from another country that is also like on the spectrum. That's a whoops. No, no, no I'm saying it, it going to an e to an esport was a total whoops. No, no I, I don't think that. Jeff I don't will think even it was. tell you they I, were like, oh, no, well, no, because I here's really, the deal. I tell you in beta, they probably thought, oh, I see. Beta well, it wasn't. Is when they probably realized. It. I can almost guarantee you, it wasn't the Overwatch team that thought that. It was Activision, and by extension, MLG. 
they probably what happens they probably saw how much buzz was around this game and the bu- the buzz was around there the was game because the game there was great and people love the message about it they love the fact that you don't have to be able to play shooters you don't have to have extreme mechanical skill somebody who's playing playing a shooter for 10 years it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to absolutely destroy you when you play well, this game and i've told you what got me like what got me to try it i hadn't played a first person shooter in years and my right. brother-in-law was like bob there's a character who doesn't even have a gun he has a shield and a melee hammer i was like what yeah <laughs> okay so, I, I gotta see what this is about so overwatch's popularity was built specifically around the game and itself overwatch was sold a ton of units before competitive was even introduced you know so that's the deal with overwatch so you have a ton of people who came into this game in a non-competitive fashion and who still play this game in non-competitive fashion even with competitive being out you have a ton of people because if you play a game competitively right Everybody is usually trying to make it to the top. Even in League of Legends, the people who have been, you know, in bronze for a while, they're still trying to really move up. Whereas with Overwatch, some people are okay with being in silver. (laughs) Some people are okay with being in silver. Okay, go ahead, bud. To be fair, most games start out as like, they don't have a competitive mode made. Even League of Legends started out without a competitive mode. It wasn't until like... Or ranked mode, you want to call it. Because League of... A ranked mode. There's it's, a difference. Like League of Legends was built to be competitive from the ground up. But go it, ahead. It was, but it didn't have that competitive mode built out until years later. Right. But when but when League of Legends launched, they had like it was in the like the not I shouldn't say the esports aspect of it, but like the competitive uh, nature of it was built into it because it came from Dota, and Dota was purely like competitive. Like I mean, Dota was really so competitive that it was hard to get into Dota just by yourself like you if you just heard about it and went to check it out usually needed somebody to come and help you out but go ahead mike um but okay but uh yeah that's the thing like overwatch wasn't necessarily built like that like overwatch had certain characters built into it that were made for uh you know lower tier players to come in and be able to play them <clears> and also had up. higher tier players to come in and, and play them you know what i'm saying like that's how i'm like that's like uh, right now like soldier mccree um <laughs> do fit two different kind of uh you know not I should, they don't fit two different roles but you use them in different situations right but i'm pretty sure when they were making soldier and mccree be like okay well this is the soldier this is the character for those who kind of play first man shooters or maybe just getting used to first man shooters and this is the the character for people who know how to play first person shooters and you know this is a high skill character and that's kind of what they were doing right um you, you know, know we can we... see that too we can see that in the different people that we play with too uh like yeah. for example uh our friend frank frank sticks primarily to soldier because that's what he knows and he's pretty good with that character i've seen him branching out a little bit to you know uh uh mccree and farah because again those are characters where the skill ceiling is going up a little bit I have yeah. another friend of ours who's played who uh, who she never played shooters at all. And she started playing because her husband started playing and she will admit it freely. She is terrible when she started. She's a lot better now, though, because she started playing Lucio and Diva. Right. And I felt like, yeah, like they they made it very, you know, exclusive with that in that nature. And I think that helped a lot. Those of us, I think, who played these games before, you know, like we played Source back in the day, you know, 
I think it was a lot easier to see how competitive would pick up for this, and we knew what was going to happen. It strikes me as a little odd, though, that some people that are higher up at Blizzard maybe didn't realize that right away. Even that's though I that's feel- not their MO, though. That's just not their MO. Right. Like, you're talking about the company that created StarCraft, which essentially creates e- created esports, right? And they just totally let that shit go. Like, they didn't really get involved in StarCraft esports until StarCraft 2. Yeah. They created MOBAs inad- mm-hmm. inadvertently. Inadvertently, yeah. And they just let the shit go. They didn't even get the rights to Dota. Valve did. <laughs> you know, Valve and got the rights to Dota. they don't give a shit because they have so much money. <laughs> but that's not like that's the not part of their... The guys that started the company have so much money. They're like, that's whatever. Like, the thing is, it's not part of their design philosophy. Yeah, they're like, let other people do design it. Fo- design philosophy. It's community, inclusiveness, fun. But what's happened with Overwatch, since Overwatch did draw a bu- a group of people from a bunch of different crowds, you have people come from TF2, which is competitive. If people come from Counter-Strike and even like Quake and stuff like that who want to play the newest shooters. And Minecraft. Who lots play of, the newest lots shooters. of young GMs. Mine, the Minecraft was the only 3D first-person game yeah. they played prior. Lots yeah. of the guys we've had on Prepared to Attack. Mm-hmm. Like, and they're GMs. Overwatch is the first really first-person shooter that they've played besides Minecraft. That's crazy right. to me. So you have people coming from these games that were highly competitive. And then on top of that, you know, Activision is trying to seize the moment because they want to get into esports. Activision had yet to be able to hook into esports successfully. Uh, the Call of Duty leagues that they have, they get what you would expect from, uh, from Call of Duty. Uh, the problem, no, yeah, the problem yeah, with Call no, of Duty is it's yearly, so they fizzle out their game before they can even like get to that high level. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fuck That's me, Mikey. one problem among others. I <laughs> miss your nice, damn that head is shaking nice while Jaws it, okay? talking. I miss yeah. your head shaking while Jaws talking. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> A lot, dude. A lot. Because <laughs> like, I'll at least then look at him <laughs> and not shake my head. But like, you're awesome. You're just like. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's a good thing we never streamed me and jaw doing a podcast no dude it's gold what are you I'm talking about it's gold half the time I'm yeah dude it's a good time, thing man. i'm just like all right well <laughs> let's just go and bring up this controversial topic in game and see where john might could take it to and i'm like huh okay yeah 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 hey, dude, this is who, not i mean who wants to listen to a podcast we're like oh yeah that's right oh yeah that's right oh yeah good point oh yeah okay i agree with that yeah, no one wants to listen to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the, a lot of people have a problem with, you know, when they go to disagree with somebody, they're so worried about being respectful and disagree respectively. Whereas me and Mikey, we know we're gonna be okay after this argument yeah. is over, right? That's called you know? being even even people that contact us on Twitter. They're like, "Hey, I'm not mad." I'm like, "Oh, dude, if you're mad, it's cool." And I was talking. Uh, I was talking on Twitter today with uh, GOC, and uh, uh, GOC, yeah, GOC, yeah, yeah. And uh, he uh, he was saying I dis I disagree with Bob and I agree with Jaw. And like I was like, well, I'm glad you got to yell at me and agree with Jaw while you while you listened. <laughs> you know, and like that's fine. That's okay. It's it's like if we all agreed with everything, it'd be a boring fucking world. Yeah. That's true. Thank goodness we don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, like, like I was saying, 
I think the the, the one of the big like Overwatch kind of has like an identity crisis, right? Like it has the identity that it made originally that Blizzard wants. And I know that Overwatch, the, the Overwatch League team is technically speaking part of Blizzard, but as far as I'm concerned, they're still like MLG and they have a different mindset. So you have that element of the game, not to mention the competitive community, right? So you have a competitive community that wants the game to be as competitive as possible, but still you have a large number of people who play the game who want it to be Overwatch and what Overwatch originally meant. And the reason why Overwatch League is able to ask for $20 million to get a team in, they're able to get the money they do for sponsorships and stuff like that, is because of the amount of eyeballs that are going to be on Overwatch League because so many people play it. So if you if you mess with the game in a way that gets rid of the people or makes it not fun to play the way that people, you know, in column A want to play, you are taking away a huge chunk of avail of what Overwatch, you know, uh, of their power, I should say, because their power is in their numbers versus another game like League of Legends, like going back to that, League of Legends, you have to keep the pros happy. You have to say, the pros have to say the game is balanced properly. The pros have to do this, and people are looking at the pros and stuff like that. Those The pros are way more important in those games than there are, right at least right now. I don't know, man. There's 100,000 people, 103,000 people currently watching, and during the matches earlier, it got up to 160,000 people. And it pretty much hasn't dropped below 100 since stage two started. But how many people And it never dropped below 80 in stage one. But how many? And it hit 450,000 week one. But how many people play Overwatch every week? Right. I, I mean, like, uh, to, I just mean, to, enough to just, where I have insta-cues. <laughs> just, yeah, exactly. Right, well, first off, I don't have any insta-cues lately in QP, so I don't know what this guy's talking about. Well, Secondly, <laughs> on top Wait, of no, that. No, 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 but you're playing a new account. That's what you're talking about, right? Uh, my, new, yeah. my new account, I don't know why, forever cues. I have no idea why. I had a four-minute queue yesterday. No, yeah. Same, I had a, four minute I had a seven minute queue on my Ugh. on my new account. Wow. Never happens on my main. I think it's their algorithm. My yeah. my problem is I have people who are in who are like near diamond or in diamond, and then I'm mm-hmm. in gold and platinum, and then we all group up, and then they try to like match like a good team against us, and then it takes like four to five minutes. Not yep. to mention, I think it actually uh, the matchmaker. Was it Play Overwatch that did the article or the uh, v- the video about how it's broken the way it does groups? Like the well, larger Overwatch, group yeah. you do, yeah. It's just it's um, it's unfortunate. I hope they actually change that. Uh, they did change Diamond and Up. Did you hear about that? Like they did change to where it's just wins losses. Twenty five points for a win. 25 points for a loss. So uh, the funny thing about that, right? I wonder if they're testing something in platinum because I haven't been checking my losses. Like when I lose, I usually don't look at it. Um, Hurts less. But on all three of my accounts, uh, when I get a win at the max, it has been 22 points. It has been 22 points max. No matter what, no matter what has happened, it's been 22 point max on a win and now i have to pay attention like well what like, maybe I, I what happens if i lose is it 22 points maybe they're testing the system in platinum i don't know it was a little weird i thought that was a little strange 
but I, I, you know this this part of the, this this conversation is just drawing out because we keep interrupting the main thing. Like, but yeah, that, that's kind of the deal. Like, what, like what, the one of the main reasons I'm not exactly sure if it will be best for Overwatch as a whole to balance at the pro level is because of that dynamic of player, right? Like that is that is really the question because if it, if it was just a matter of balancing the game. So that is a, it, is, it is as fair and competitive as possible. There is no doubt in my mind that you take the pros on that one. However, Overwatch doesn't thrive on its pros, not like other games do. Overwatch. Hey, Overwatch are you actually going to take a stance now? Because our listeners seem to think you took a stance that it should be based on the lower level players because well, they all jumped I, on that. It should be based I kept on trying the to point out that you said. That you never really took a stance. I took a stance. You didn't ever yeah. really take a stance. I think it's so because I made it. the case. I made the case for it. Like I made the case of why. So let's well, actually, hear it on record now. So I started that conversation saying that normally it's pros for sure. It's pros. Like if you want the game to be as competitive as possible and to be as fair as possible, it's pros and that will trickle down. But the reason I. And then actually on Twitter today, I also clarified that the conversation wasn't about how to make the game as balanced as possible, because I already answered that. The question is about like the question or the conversation was about what is best for Overwatch as a game itself, because if you have a bunch of players stop playing Overwatch. Those are the people who are watching Overwatch League. Those are the people who are watching Overwatch streams. Those are the eyeballs that they're that are, are are you know making money, you know. So that that that's where Overwatch League actually gets its its strength from. Because it wasn't like competitive Overwatch was really strong before. Before competitive before Overwatch League it wasn't that strong. That tells me that there's a lot of people who aren't who weren't actually that into competitive Overwatch that started watching Overwatch, which is completely understandable. Like I know, that's I know me. people. That's me, and I <laughs> literally never watched. Like I tried to, but it was so hard to to uh, catch because like it was just all over the place. I didn't know where to watch. But right. now I do a podcast about <laughs> the owl, like, and I'm into it hardcore. Like I rarely miss a match. In fact, I was watching the mayhem match while we we're recording. Like so. Right. I'm it, into it hardcore now because of the format Nate Nancer has given us. Thank you, Nate Nancer. We need to make a church of Nate Nancer, just like the Church of Kaplan. Uh huh. You know, church of Nancer. It's in, it's important too to to look into the fact that my friends who live down in Dallas and everything, they've gone to uh, Overwatch streaming events where they're at local bars and stuff like that, and they're doing cool shit like that. We don't have that up here. Now, where I live in Massachusetts, now I went, we went out for, uh, my girlfriend and I went out for sushi uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it was the night the Olympics, the Winter Olympics were, you know, uh, having everybody stream in or whatever, and the opening ceremony oh, for that. I, I totally missed that because of the Overwatch League. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's just it. They had six TVs all over the place, and they were using Roku's. And I'm like, all right, if they're using Roku's, I'm like, can we get Twitch up on here? I was like, I, if, while I'm eating my sushi, you know, and having my martini, I was like, I kind of want to watch you know oh i want to watch overwatch league and you know the 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 one hostess comes up and she's sitting there and she's like oh she's like you play overwatch too 
And I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm competitively. She's like, oh, I really like D.Va. And I was like, OK, so she just goes and says that we start talking about Overwatch. It was a little weird. I just was very unprepared for it. And I'm like, why? Why do we have to have all, you know, sports on here? It's like, I don't fucking care about basketball or any of that shit. So I'm like, let's, you know, there's six TVs or put something up. Like, I think the I think the dynamic is changing. I think Owl coming along, I think, is pushing competitive in a much different direction. I think in the beginning. Yeah, sure. You know, balance it towards the masses. But now. I don't know, man, that might have to change a little bit. The only thing I, I worry My about from a personal, the only thing I worry about a little bit from the personal aspect is, is fuck the goddamn meta. Cause I'm tired of the meta and that's going to become well, more and more but of a the thing. The meta is crazy right now. I mean, like it is, it is very, I mean, the professional meta is crazy now. Like it is more diverse than it has ever been. It's a little nuts right now, based off what I've seen in the owl. Good. But, I hope it stays chaos. But like back to your <laughs> point of like how, you know, you were like, why don't we throw up Al? I actually see that more often, but I think that's because like gamers are growing up. Mm-hmm. Like it's getting to that point to where, I mean, we have grown up though. Yeah. But I the mean, thing that's is, the thing. Is that it, we're, you know, getting made fun of back in school when I was younger for being a giant nerd playing D and D and video games and all that stuff. Like, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, I think junior, uh, no, fresh, uh, freshman or sophomore year of uh, college, my friends were wanting to go, you know, drink and smoke and stuff like that and everything. And like, when I come like, nah, dude, I'm like, I'm sitting here playing, you know, Counter-Strike with my friends or whatever. Like, you know, it's becoming a little more mainstream now. You know? <laughs> well, <What's up>? well <laughs> think about I mean, video def- games it in general. It definitely has. I mean, I grew up in the <laughs> times when you were just a nerd if you played games. Yeah, the, the, absolutely. The, like video games have always gotten more mainstream in waves, right? I mean, um, I would say the first wave of video games becoming mainstream. Uh, well, first of all, back in the seventies, like, and well, maybe even a little bit of early eighties, like arcades were filled with people, not yep. just nerds. It was a social thing. Yeah. But then on top of that, once you talk about the home console market, the PlayStation really brought in a lot of what we would consider casuals at that point, especially because it was on Friends and a lot of people, you know, blew out of people's minds. Then the next wave, I would say, came with, like, Xbox. the Xbox 3. Yeah, the Xbox Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're saying the PlayStation 2, right? That's, that's no, the PlayStation, PlayStation 1. one. PlayStation 1, really? The PlayStation, the PlayStation 2 was big, but it wasn't big like the PlayStation 1 and the Xbox were. <laughs> well, the PlayStation <laughs> 2 outsold a... both of those consoles oh, before yeah. you that's say true. that. Yeah, dude, that's I, true. The PlayStation... I remember staying for 24 hours in line to get a PlayStation 2 at Best Buy. I made... I'm, you fucking I'm, nerd. I've made some friends I still have now <laughs> in that right. line. We don't, yeah. we and, don't talk about our midnight releases of the Wii, the, okay? Yeah, you we nerd. don't talk about <laughs> those. I did that, too. And the PlayStation I did the Xbox. And yeah, the, I did them all. The PlayStation 2 had a huge launch because of the success of the PlayStation 1. The PlayStation 1 is what, sh- is what uh, unshackled console games from Nintendo. Because Nintendo had a very family-friendly... Wait, hold on. You're saying you didn't want to buy Nintendo 64 games that were $90 a, a game when they were normally $50 for any other game you'd ever seen? I had a, I had a Nintendo 64. I'm not saying Nintendo... No, I'm saying when, the, when Nintendo 64 first came GameCube. out, every yeah. game was 90 bucks. 
Yeah. 90 yeah. bucks at that time was a lot for a fucking game. That was game. a lot for a game, yeah. I waited until they came down in price. <laughs> so Nintendo had, um, you know, Nintendo had a very family-friendly, they still do, very family-friendly, and that kind of translates to Kitty to a lot of people. But And they had the industry shackled with those types of games. PlayStation is what broke those shackles, and that's why when gaming Twisted became metal. considered like more Tomb adult. Raider. Tomb yeah, Raider, exactly. Yeah. Virtual then you had polygons. The next, the next wave, I would say, is probably like around the Xbox 360 because of Call seven. of Duty 4. My man. Because of Call of Duty 4, because of uh, Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. Tekken. Tekken. Say, what the fuck? <laughs> is this the MASH cast? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving back to a point, but you guys keep interrupting it. The flow yeah, is I like... I know, that's because did, you let us talk for an hour and a half and drink. What did, what, what did like you expect? We talked about all kinds of things. Politics, religion. I'm sorry, everyone who, who came for just an Overwatch podcast, but... um. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, you get so more we'll than that when you come here with us. We're cool like that. We got you. But now, you know, I'm trying to think like when this last wave happened. This last wave that started getting a bit more, uh, you know, actually no, because this is still a product of last generation of consoles. I want to say, or or the, of how that development went. Because what I think what Modern Warfare helped, or specifically Modern Warfare Two, what it helped developers discover is that if you make the games easier and more accessible, people will play them, and it will become more acceptable to play these games. And that is why right now I think we're seeing a huge, like we're still seeing the effects of that, a huge increase or influx of people who have come into gaming, you know. And there's been pros and cons with it too, though. Overwatch level. Can I say this, though? Yes, go. Before we before we say making all games easier and acceptable works, I just want to point out Street Fighter Five fucked itself by doing that. So only certain genres can get away by doing that. Yeah. Well, what are the genres well, look- though where we as PC gamers had the biggest biggest replay value? I mean, I am it for was shooters. I am, I am agreeing with you, shooters, hundred percent. But I'm just saying you fucked over Street Fighter Five and making it simplistic <laughs> as it was. <laughs> Compared yeah. to Street Fighter 4. Kids these Anyways, days will never know what I'm it's done, like to play Power I'm Stone. I'm done promoting the Double Tap <laughs> podcast right now. Now we're going to go back to the Overwatch. Double Tap, podcast. found on com. Check them out. So Blizzard is amazing. Blizzard is actually responsible for a lot of the casual base, too, because of World of Warcraft. That was You want to talk about something considered nerdy? Oh, yeah. MMOs was considered super nerdy. And then World of Warcraft came out and blew that away. I mean, a couple years after World of Warcraft, you had people who would normally go to golf courses to make business deals coming into WoW and playing games. Dude, anybody As that hard- says MMOs are nerdy, those guys should have played Ultima Online. Yeah. Where <laughs> you could original kill people and one. take their shit. But that's why World of Warcraft... <laughs> that, yeah, that shit died there. But that's why World of Warcraft took off the way it did is because it was so accessible and so easy to jump into. Exactly. So the masses came. If you build it and make it playable, they will come. Hold on. But when did that go and happen? Do you remember how fucking hard it was to level to max level 60 60 in vanilla WoW? Do you like? I remember as a mage grinding and 
Now I played on a PvP server. I wasn't a pussy, so I mean, now maybe the PvP <laughs> so servers might have been a little easier. That's like, how you do I it. I had to watch my fucking back every time I was like leveling solo. I, I'm sorry. Are we, solo are we as talking, a priest. Do we need to drag Nick into this now? Like, is this turned to a WoW podcast? Hold on, dude. Nick and I, oh, Nick and I, both shit. are on PvP servers. I can fully understand what you know what Bob is saying here. And that it was really goddamn hard. I, I got into WoW at the very tail end of BC, of Burning Crusade, because Guild Wars 1 was pretty much starting to level out and die at that point. And John and I will know we spent a lot of time and a lot of money in Guild Wars 1 and a lot of competitive play, you know, and the, it, Guild it, Wars it, it was considered really nerdy. I mean, I never told anybody that I played WoW for the longest time. Nobody Dude, I hid knew. it from my wife. Well, because like I, 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 okay. So I, the night that I met, that I met Mel, right? I was gaming, and and the uh, first PvP stuff had just come out for World of Warcraft. It was at the, oh, what's that border town? Um, Ashenvale. Oh, what is it? It was before Battlegrounds. It was the border Barents. town. It was. Barons. No, no. Oh, no. Uh, it, it was the Terran very Mel. first Terran Mill PvP. Yeah, it was Terran Mill. Because they had world PvP between the two freaking no. towns that were nearby. Oh, shit. No. I don't know. Whatever. I give up. It was, about, it, yeah, it was the very first PvP, and it was uh, it was in the middle of the map. God damn it. But either way, so I'm playing that, and my, 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 my roommate sends me a text that says, Hey, I'm bringing home some friends from the the bar, a couple people I I work with, and I was like, oh, well, they can't see me playing World of Warcraft. That's way too nerdy. But I'm in this game, so I need to stay. And then all of a sudden, I hear the door start to, like, start to, like, rattle. So Hide I, like, board. shut my fucking monitor off, jump on the couch, and pretend like I'm sleeping, right? They walk in, and, like, JJ comes over, and he's like, hey, man, can you get up? We're going to... You know, we're going to hang out here. And I was like, uh, and I pretend to be sleeping. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> and I walk, and I'm walking up to my room, and I see this drop-dead gorgeous girl with just like a body you wouldn't even believe. And I'm just like, oh. Right. And, and I'm walking by, and I'm like, hi. And then I walk upstairs, and I'm getting ready to go to bed, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? So I go in there, I do my hair, <laughs> put some fucking clothes on, had like some ripped jeans, I put on a white tee back when I had some really good muscle. And then I go downstairs and I talk to this girl and like, that's how I met my my wife. So then the next like two months, I don't tell her anything about it. And then we, uh, then like one night I'm like, so baby, like we've been dating a while. I just, I kind of want to tell you about something. Like, I really like nerdy video games. And she's like, what do you mean? <laughs> it was almost this, like you were coming this out. Is like, like, yeah. this is how, can I just say this straight sounds like a gay story? That's what I was going to say. It sounds yeah. like, I haven't seen it tell you. It like really men. was that. And, oh, here, hold on, hold on. She's, she, she's hearing me. She wants to say something. No, no. He said, hey, babe, by the way, I don't really like to go to the bars that much. I kind of like to play video games. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, so how so did you trick then, her into this? That's so then, <laughs> just, how did you get her she's to fall like, for your passion? <laughs> she's it's like, she's like, okay, well, I, I mean, I mean, I want to, I want to support your, you know, what you like to do. I mean, I don't mind. And she was like, well, let me watch what you do. And so then I showed her Dude, World of Warcraft. She was like, "This is actually really in- interesting." So you really Did you make have her like your all like <laughs> she was looking at my bar and she was like, "You really have all of those different things you could do, and you have to know what to do at what time." I was like, "Yeah, it's kind of like really complicated chess." <laughs> If you're playing <laughs> PvP, and she was complicated like complicated chess. Huh. I, um, I okay. <laughs> so then she's like, "Well, I want to play," and I was like, <laughs> "And I'm gonna say the first time she said I've I've got aggro, I was like, that's weird. That's really <laughs> weird." But so we hired a Chinese farmer to work her character up to 60 because she started the game and I just that's how you and did I just, things at that time. I just let her go and she was like, "Well, I want to be with you guys." Why are, like I was like, "Well, you can't really be with us like you would die in one hit to anything we're with." And she's like, "Well, this sucks. I don't want to do this by myself." <laughs> and I didn't want to start a new character because that was when that shit took for fucking ever. So <laughs> for 7 cents or no, it was like, it was like seventy cents an hour. We hired a Chinese farmer, and it w- worked your character up to sixty. Then all of a sudden, like a month later, uh, we had done a bunch of dungeons, and then she actually got us into because she was a girl, and th- there was no girl gamers at that time. So it's important World to point that out to people right there. Girl gamers were a oh, yeah. unicorn species. Dude, at that time. she got us in the best guild on the server. <laughs> the first time we we ran Molten Core, I was a rogue. She was a a druid. She got two epic piece of uh, pieces of gear. I got the Perdition's Blade from Rag because the guy that got us in the guild, the the second leader, was like. Oh whoops! I actually gave that to 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 uh, to Devil Doll. Uh, should we just like dock him like negative uh, DKP, or should we call a GM? And they're like, just let him have it. So all of a sudden, I'm sitting there in like two of the P- like two of the epics that you get from uh, uh, Asheron's Valley. What was it? Uh, Alteric Valley. Alteric Valley. And Perdition's Blade and a whole bunch of just, like, shit from dungeons. I got Perdition's Blade. And then, you know, two weeks later, I had over half epic gear. I was the number one DPS of the guild. Melissa was an Innervate bot because that was vanilla and druids were Innervate bots. But she was a badass Innervate bot. But (laughs) But either way... Like that's how we started really getting into competitive, right? You know, it's right. very interesting. Side, side note, yeah. side note, you say how hard it is to find a gamer girl. Do you know how hard it is to find a guy that will admit he's gay and plays games? Not really. I really? know tons of people back like that. in the day. Oh, back in the yeah, day, yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, when, when, yeah, because you gotta like back the, then the double. 
I mean, like, if you, back then, if you played Counter-Strike and you didn't hear the word faggot every game, you weren't dude, playing Counter-Strike. And same at that point, in, like, and same in World of Warcraft, dude. Else. We had I to loved, deal with that shit constantly. I loved yeah. hearing that in UTK4, because then <laughs> I instantly went for them and just killed them outright every single oh, yeah. time. Oh, yeah. That you was just part oh, of the... felt so good in UTK4. I can imagine back then how, how, how much harder it was to, to find that. But think, so you're talking about World of Warcraft. Imagine, like, do you, like, imagine if that was another game, though. Like, another harder, like, more hard, like, fucking Knights, I uh, was, um... Knights of Camelot, but like, uh, what, oh, what is it called? Uh, Age of Camelot, or are you talking about Age of Camelot or, or something? Uh, Warhammer, like that. Age Dark of Age of Camelot. Warhammer. I played that. Yep. Warhammer, oh, Age I of Reckoning. That game. We played that yeah. game. That game was fucking hard. That game, yeah. Warhammer was really hard. hard. Basically, the PvE. Do you remember having to jump off the horses? Because you'd, like you'd ride the horses to the different towns and you'd have to jump off. You were better uh, off trying to convince someone to play City of Heroes or City of Villains yeah. around that time. Hey, if you were trying I to play City of Heroes too, that was badass also. And I was one of the first Jedi in Star Wars Galaxies. Ooh, Star Wars, oh, Star Wars Galaxies. Ooh. And I sold that shit for twenty five hundred dollars before I moved to LA. Key fact, key fact about Star Wars Galaxy. That's where Nick from Wild Talk got his name. Lucky oh. BH. Oh, Lucky dude. Bounty Hunter. He doesn't know. I've never, dude. Tell him I was one of the first Jedi. Oh yeah, pissed as fuck. Well, you know, it's 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 interesting nowadays, though. Again, like you were saying, because it's so mainstream. Just getting some sushi at like a new uh, restaurant that opened up that we were trying out. You know, they 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 sit down my uh, my shrimp tempura roll with you know eel on it and everything and the girl just starts talking and she's like oh you play overwatch she's like yeah i play with my boyfriend me and a bunch of my girlfriends we play with our our boyfriends and stuff like that and i'm like oh like what's your favorite character like i really like diva she's really pretty i like (laughs) her kitty thing keep bringing that up because it was (laughs) i'm trying to pigeonhole women man so i know plenty of them that are like fuck that i'm playing junk red so uh, every time I go to Texas, every time I go to Texas, I've grown up in the North Country here. Okay, every time I go to Texas, I see, I'm a, I'm a firearm owner in Massachusetts of all places. All right, you know, big scary evil black rifles, and I go down to Texas every time I go to Texas. I'm like, holy shit! There are billboards around here for Lucky Gunner ammunition. There are people around here open carrying. Like it blows my goddamn mind. Going out into public these now, days yeah. around here. And I just see people being like, oh, yeah, I play Overwatch. Other people I'm seeing wearing Overwatch shirt. I had an Overwatch T-shirt when I went to uh, to my burrito joint. Just get a burrito. And this girl just walks by. She's like, she's like, dude, she's like, nice shirt. She's like, what do you play? And she tells me. And she's like, oh, I'm really good with Soldier and one other character. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, that's awesome. Like, it's 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 different. You, you get a culture shock, I guess. It's something that we've all grown up with. We've been used to that, you know, but Whoa. you see it now. And it's just yeah. I'm like. Okay, it's becoming a little more well, mainstream. It's it's interesting. Well, the shocking thing is that we've been doing this for so long, and you know, not even ten years ago, you talked to somebody about it. They're just like, "What?" Like, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be um, standard conversation. Now you go to places, it definitely is. I'm pretty sure if I was if I wasn't big and black, when I wore my Winston shirt, more people would talk to me. You I'm know, pretty it's, positive that would happen. It's really funny. Dude, I, I saw get that talked to all the time in my in my <laughs> Overwatch jacket. I get asked about it all the time it's it's funny. i'm also uh, wearing it with like my my button-up shirt finely pressed you know slacks and like nice shoes like they're like 
Yeah, I mean, it's funny. I saw that meme there or whatever where the kid just sees a big black guy get on his bus and he's like, oh, shit, he's going to rob me and steal my 3DS and everything like that. And instead, he just pulls out his own 3DS and he's like, dude, you got like a, a whatever, whatever they trades him. And he's like, don't tell my buddies. They don't know I play. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I, don't know. I, I know for me, though, like I've never had I've net well. Maybe I should have hidden it. I wouldn't have been, been single for as long as I was, or you know, haven't had my long single spurts. But um, no, nah, I never hit it. I mean, like even when I was playing like UT competitively or Counter Strike competitively, I told people about Wait, that no, shit. You like, played, no. you played Unreal Tournament competitively. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, a lot. I played Dude, one round. round. I played before. one round with John. Oh yeah, that's a yeah. Fucking straight up wrecked my Wild shit. Foma chain. While I was trying to yeah. play, and I'm like, all right, fuck this. I'm just going back to source. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, by the way, I, I downloaded Fortnite, and looks like you can still download Unreal Tournament. So I thought about doing that. Unreal Tournament. It's, it's, it's the new one. Oh, it's the new one. Bummer. I re-downloaded and reinstalled uh, Left 4 Dead 2, and I started playing that again recently because that's still kind of fun. But, I mean, you know, I don't think the modern, quote, shooter thing really came over, I think, until Call of Duty. When somebody one night, I was sitting up, you know, when I was doing my internship, I was like, oh, what are you doing? They're like, everybody's downstairs partying. I'm like, you know, partying and, you know, where I can't breathe because everybody's smoking cigarettes doesn't really do it for me. Like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just playing some Call of Duty or whatever. And they're like, oh, they're like, no shit. They're like, I play on my Xbox or whatever. I'm like all right, peon, you can sit and watch if you want. (laughs) I do have to say this, though, guys. No, Key, go. You have been waiting. I mean, UT2K4 will always be my baby. 2K4 will always be my baby. I don't don't care. Battlefield series. Everybody's got their one series, man, that they're, you know, is their thing. 2K4 was so special, though, for me. I don't know. It was because it was, like, just at that right age of me. Like around 2000, like that 2K4 released just at the right time for me. I don't know. That's because it's one of it's probably I am going to get flack from this from the Quake people, but it is the greatest arena shooter to ever be created. And I will I can I can debate anybody on that for hours. Here, hold on, hold on. No, stop. (laughs) What I wanted to say is this is the Overwatch podcast, Watchpoint Radio, episode 100. <laughs> we will be a great additions for you to bring on to MASHCast, and we could talk this shit for days, but you <laughs> probably should stop. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Let's let's bring it on back. Let's, so let's bring it on back. In terms of the esports, well, all the growing, stuff that we've been talking about, in terms, kind of goes into what we've been saying about it. It'd be like you know how you know Overwatch, how large Overwatch is, right? You know, it's and large enough we to got where to this point that Overwatch is so large. And, right. Overwatch. You know, Overwatch could not be what it is if it wasn't for the games before it. If you so I want to go and ask you guys then with Overwatch getting as big as it's getting, you know, which I think it's only going to keep growing, especially with OWL with as with as much as growing right now. I don't know. I just read somewhere that what is it? Arlington, Texas is building this new massive esports center or arena or something like that that they're doing. Do you think we're going to start seeing more stuff like this pop up with how popular it's becoming for people? For now, for now, absolutely, because esports is the it's like we're in the wild wild west phase of esports right that people are trying to figure out how to make money and do this and do that like they're still trying to figure it out once it kind of gets once the formula gets put together that works it's going to taper off because people won't be able to do it i mean uh the thing about esports they kind of kind of you know you they have to figure out do you just want to make something that's entertaining or do you want to make something that's actually competitive 
and that's what draws people in because some of these games that are esports aren't really competitive they're they're just you know they're they're entertaining to watch like i'm sorry but uh fucking uh PUBG, fortnite entertaining i can see that they can be entertaining to watch but you want to talk about actually being competitive and uh fair and balanced that's just not part of the way the game is made you know right well basically especially for PUBG and fortnite battle royale because it's all about like well did you drop in the right spot did you use what was around you correctly like not everyone's going to drop in the same exact spot like you can't technically balance those games super well just because of how they're played Mm -hmm. yeah so i mean like overwatch league is definitely I, i said it before a lot on previous podcasts that overwatch league esports even if you don't like overwatch league right you can't want it to fail because if Overwatch League fails, it sets esports back by a lot. Overwatch League had a lot of people who do not get into esports opening up their wallets and investing money into esports. And this is why over, we really need Overwatch League not to fail. We need to be successful, at, you know, to 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 most for the most part it needs to be successful. So far, um, it's been a huge success. So much to the point that they are going to double pretty much the entry fee that was astronomical at 20 million prior right right so right so uh, you know that, i think that that's hundred eighteen thousand people watching right now right Damn. but going forward i think the esports everybody trying to make an esport is going to kind of trickle out it depends what the next industry trend is like it really does correct right? it depends on that because esports is an industry trend right now right and i mean mobas kind of started that trend and then overwatch kind of took that and escalated it even further or at least on the same level of league of legends i don't know is over has the overwatch viewership now trumped league of legends viewership i i haven't been watching those numbers it does so far this stage it has it has been okay. um, on twitch on twitch twitch yep and it's uh they've instituted a lot of things that are completely new like have you checked out the al twitch like scrolled down like where you could like you could cheer for your team and get your teams eat yep. moat and yep. I mean it's they're they, breaking new ground and it's have, really cool. They have definitely taken the lessons that have been learned from their predecessors when it comes to esports and have definitely been like, okay, this is what worked, this is what fucking didn't. Let's run with it and see what we can do. Well, and if you're gonna catch like one game a day. Make sure to catch the one that Uber casts because boy, he makes that shit exciting. Hmm. Uber, Mitch, he's the he's the man. He's the so, Aus, he's the Australian caster. So speaking of casters, I heard they hired someone who hasn't played a single competitive game. Is this true? Are you talking about Assembler? I think it's a female gamer. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, the well, okay. They she's not a. She's not a caster. She's a uh, she's a hype like uh, uh, Malik is the main guy, and she come the he's the main guy that's the 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 hype guy, the guy that interviews people mm-hmm. between matches, hypes up the crowd. She's okay. kind of basically an MC of okay. sorts. So she isn't meant to like be on the analyst desk. No, no. The only girl okay. that's on the analyst step. Uh, 
uh, desk is Zoe, and she's amazing. She has like a awesome like tattoo on her arm. Of okay. Half a half sleeve. She's that's cool. She's great, but the other girl is definitely new, and definitely seems a little uncomfortable. And Malik was the same way when he first came in. He's the one with the famous uh, seagull, like weird handshake, awkward handshake that made it on uh, on. Uh, what am I thinking of Jimmy Kimmel? Okay. No, no, no. Who is it? Who's the big talk show guy right now? Which one? There's, there's uh, Stephen Colbert. It's obviously Conan. Or there's Conan. No, no, it's the Conan O'Brien. Or there's Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Okay. He's famous. No, he doesn't. It's not show. Jimmy Fallon. Dang it! What is it? No, what is it? Damn it! Ja, help me. Is it the Late Late Show or the Late Show? I, I don't watch late night TV. Yeah, oh, dang it. he's got dark does. hair. Why can't I remember his name? Are you sure it's not Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy? Uh, I don't know. It's the guy that does all the fake. It's the guy that did the the wolf thing in the hotel for uh, the Olympics like a couple years back. I have no idea. It who might you're be. About, it might be Jimmy. Ah, dang it, listeners. Go ahead and crucify me, but just at least tell me what it I is. I don't think anybody's going to get too upset on Overwatch podcast if you don't know who Late Night They're going to know who, exactly who no, I'm talking about no, because no. it's the seagull be t- awkward handshake. Like, I should know this. There will be a tweet Jimmy Kimmel. about it. Jimmy Kimmel? Okay. Is that your final oh, you answer? That I don't know. That's, 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 do that's my final show. answer. Okay. We'll let the tweet storm rip you apart if that's Yeah, they're right. gonna rip me apart. <laughs> but yeah, she's like she's new, but she's a hype person. She can learn about the game. Malik hadn't played the game. He definitely got better as time went on because he was interacting with the players and everything. Okay. I mean more power to him. I just last I heard they hired someone and I was scared that the person who they even stated never played competitive was going to be on the desk. And I'm like, not the analyst desk, right? Like they're they're not going to put her on. No, Actually, you might be talking about Zoe then. Yeah. You might be talking about her. Okay. But she's, I mean, she's good. Like you, I mean, okay. I'm pretty sure Bill Belichick never played a down of football in his life, but he's going to go down as the greatest coach in the NFL history. So it's fair enough. Fair enough. I I will not. I, I try to talk to all my Al player friends. Like, no, you do not have to play the game to understand the strategy of the game. That is more than fair. It's just like a little concerning. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. <laughs> yeah, she can't say anything wrong. <laughs> like, like yep. not one. Jaw crucified. Jaw crucified the the analyst desk after yep. after the first week. I, I heard and this episode. I heard by the way, Jaw, it has gotten really good. I don't know if you saw it last, uh, actually starting this week, Wednesday, uh, Wednesday night, last night, they de- they debuted the first uh, explanation uh, videos where they explain what a payload is. And it's really good where they where they tell you what a it's two like they CD listen is. to the goddamn podcast. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> dude, they gave you exactly wait, what you wanted. Wait, did they actually explain what a payload is? Like you have to. That, yeah, like, that's true. The, the that's Overwatch true. League is trying to draw people who don't play Overwatch. That's fair, fair. That's what they're that's trying fair. to do in stage two. I'm pretty sure. In stage one, they were trying to bring everybody who liked 
Overwatch have played in. Now, I yep. think stage two is the next level. Yep. So you have, and they're going to have to continue to explain that. Continue to explain rules. Ex- continue to explain why this person did this, why this person did that. Instead of saying, and like in the beginning, hey, he did his thing. It was good. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Dude, and the top-down view, can we please get that for regular like if I view a regular scrim custom game, I want top down view so bad. Please, let's talk about that. Brings uh, something up to mind. I want to talk about, and this goes to the mentality of the Overwatch team. And well, like we were saying, you got Group A, with, you know, with with Overwatch and Group B, the competitive group and the people who just love Overwatch. The <laughs> devs still kind of have this mentality. Well, it's just, I'm, I'm trying to rephrase that. Well, okay, well, what I was going to say was actually wrong. The devs still kind of, they, they haven't fully let go or say embrace the competitive nature of the game, in my opinion. Because if they did, they would be putting more tools into Overwatch that help you get better at Overwatch. But they don't. Like, if I understand that this engine is a new engine. They only have so much time, Cha. Well, you know what? I'm st- my point actually still remains, even though that's the, that's the case. They do only have so much time that they do get paid well, I mean, for. And but still, how so good, it, how successful it's been. They might hire more people. They should have hired more people a while ago. But that's besides the point. But they like you know, I understand this is their newest engine, right? They it wasn't like the old other games they made. They used their previous engine, so they didn't have a demo system or um. It's not I keep calling it a demo system. That's what it was called in other shooters, but it's like a replay system, like in StarCraft. And yes, replays in Overwatch will be big, right? But you mean to tell me you can't keep one replay? You can't keep the replay of the of your last game and choose to save it or not? You know, yeah, like because you know in StarCraft you you save every replay. Yeah, and like it I mean, doesn't. That take was the only much. reason I ever got good at Warcraft Three is because I was able to watch the entire replay of in, but it's a lot smaller amount. Uh, you know, it's right. a lot smaller amount of space, man. You're well, talking that's why I just said you can't the, keep you can't like keep the very last replay, and then, you know, if the person wants to, they can save that replay. You know, and they then at that point they know, hey, this is going to make a copy, and this is going to be pretty big uh, of all the data. We're t- we're still talking about a couple of gigs, uh, you know, of data. Um, and let's let be real, we live in a terabyte world at this point, so a couple a couple of gigs isn't going to be too bad. But I'm saying you can't allow them to keep one like one game and then choose to save it. I think then, honestly, know, it's a problem with their 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 server space and i think the way to solve it is not for them to offer it to everybody i think the way to solve it is it's an extra up pay like we're looking we're no no we're looking we're in a time where everybody wants to sell you in in game stuff right that's something in game that i would pay for in a second way better than a fucking loot box. replays don't have to be held on the server. The replays can be held on a computer because that data is coming to your PC. Are you telling me I could save a whole Halo 3 match and totally upload it to the internet and, like, now, like, all of a sudden Overwatch can't? You're telling me... That data is only coming to your character. If you're wanting to save it like it was in StarCraft, it is a lot more. 
So with StarCraft, like, first of all, all of that information comes to your computer. Every last bit of information that's on the server comes to your computer. Like the way I the believe only it's it's only what you see. No, it's everything on the map. No, no, they don't like your your like client does not see that someone just just spawned way across the map. They see it, it has when to. they walk in there. It has to because it controls the marionette. That like when like the person the, the person spawns and from the time they spawn to the time you get over it it controls like their actions control the marionette to get to where they want to go. They don't just appear when the server says, "Oh, he's here." That now, so happens here. on the server. You're only given what you can see. No, that doesn't like th that's not the way it works. Like the way multiplayer games, the way, the way multiplayer maps work, you load the entire map, you load every character model, you load everything, and once yes, all that's but loaded, you don't. But your client doesn't know that someone spawned across the map. I would say they that only you know, know what it? your it would have it to. Make it sense has to, to me know. that you wouldn't see it. No, because it's all run servers side. You only get what your character sees. No, that can't. That can't be the case. That right, well, none, be the okay, only well, none game of us are. None of us are game developers. Any game developer, please tweet us, and we will talk about it afterwards. Bond. But right now, it's just Yo. speculation because none of us know what the fuck we're talking about. Bond. No, but I do know Bond. what the fuck I'm talking about, though. Like, <laughs> you don't. Bond. You do the same thing that I do for a living. You do not know what you're talking about, Bond. dude. Yeah, what's Bond. up? <laughs> Is this what it felt like when me and Jaw used to argue? Is eh. this what it was like? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Kind of just a little yeah. bit. Hey, but I just cut it off and I said, experts, tweet us. <laughs> yeah, like, it, educate that's just... us, please. A little, little uh, couple of SMEs in here to go and figure it out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, but, um, <laughs> yeah, the demo system, like, it's still, even the demo system is going to be like the, the biggest problem would be that it has it gives you huge file chunks. But if you know it's going to give you a huge file chunk, but you want to look at that match, if you're a tracer and you get your ass kicked by another tracer, you can save that match and then go look at it from their point of view. Yeah, it'd you be know? awesome. I mean, that's what we've been talking about forever. It'd be awesome. Yeah, so, like, but, but they have they tools like that. They can't even have... do it in the Overwatch League. They actually have a bunch of people just actually spectating like you and I do in the game. Yeah, they but I wouldn't say they save it. can't do it. I wouldn't say they can't do it, but they're not doing it because they're With not their current building tools, the system. They can't exactly. They're not building the tools to do it. They so, might. They might be building the tools. We have no idea. They already said they're going to do it. They just haven't done it. It's not at the forefront. It's not a. It's not a high priority. A, a high priority, and I think it should be a high priority. They could give you more in-depth stats, which will help you. I haven't seen anything better. that said but, that said that it's but not ja, a high priority. Oh, but dude, they, they, they've been saying they were going to make a replay system since beta. But, Ja, huh. we need Brigitte. <laughs> Brigitte! I hate to tell you this, but us casuals don't give a sh about your replay system. Need new or content. Or we do, we do, but you got to keep feeding us new content. Yeah. yeah well, like, same like time, he's not even going to take the time to save his pods. He doesn't give a shit. I might save one. Maybe one. one when I blow the fuck out of another team. And that's the <laughs> only time. <laughs> uh, uh. Nah. You but save anyways. the losses. That's how you get better. Yeah, but, you know, I don't details. Save the losses. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the Overwatch <laughs> team, like, they, they definitely, in the forefront, like, like, 
tools to help people get better at the game are not in the game. We don't even have a great grouping system. Like the Overwatch we talked about last episode needs an LFG. We don't have one. We Wait, need a, a better way. How how many episodes have we had where he hasn't mentioned LFG? Because literally, <laughs> I feel like every episode he mentions LFG. Yep. Literally every Drink, one. Drink, disco, Dan. Every Drink. every episode I've ever been on, he has always said Overwatch needs an LFG. Because it's important. Can we, get some, can we get some I mod tools? Can we get I some mod tools? I don't disagree yeah. with you. Why is Overwatch in charge of their competitive community? I don't understand. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, sorry. This just came in to fuck with Jaw episode time now. We shouldn't do that. I'm going to take Jaw's side. i got to give him some backup. He's not wrong. There should be an LFG. I'm just saying he's been preaching LFG since I've been on the show. Well, and That's, he thought about making his own LFG, but then I uh, remember. then the Twitter verse told him they didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. It's still, it got votes. It one third one third of the votes. One third of the votes, votes went to the LFG. Out of how other, many votes? Uh, I have to go look. We're talking <laughs> under thirty. Okay, just yeah, the yeah. best Re LFG reality, guys reality is podcast game nights. That's where you will meet people that you can play with. Yeah, but not they're not always on. Like I remember when Overwatch used to have the old Overwatch LF used to be uh, like that used to be the pop in LFG for Overwatch. Yep, and it was great. I remember you using that for us though, a bunch of times. Even though yeah, I'm kinda, I'm kinda I had people I on it. my list, even though I had people on my list, they aren't where they weren't always around when I was around to play. And you just hop on that, and you find some people to play with, and it was super easy. Now I haven't seen a single Overwatch LFG. Do you know that why? But do you know why though? It's because of that play Overwatch, of uh, that play Overwatch, not play Overwatch, your Overwatch video that we watched. It's because Overwatch makes it so that six stacking is not the best way to do it. So why well, would you have a L and we LFG when your best bet is to duo queue? Because you don't have to get a six stack on the LFG. You can get a two or three stack. That's what we used to do. It's actually really hard. It was, it was pretty hard, I should say, to get an actual six, six stack on the LFG. But even back then, people didn't six stack because you don't know these people. You might as well just, you know, do random stack up with people stack that you don't know. You know yep. Exactly. You know, that makes so, sense too, Ja, for why you and I, we usually do pretty well when you and I two stack and we go in and we yeah. get the randoms because we can either A, pick up the slack in one area where the people are just straight up fucking up and causing me to lose 300 SR. <laughs> but, right. you know, yeah, I but mean, if you do a yeah. if you do a four, you're probably going to be up against another four or five and you need to make sure that your four is more is more in line than therefore. And that's 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 where the problem comes out. And then they also group you their randos group higher. And so it just it really throws everything off. It really like you probably shouldn't be able to group with anybody that's two hundred SR different. I mean, across the board, I think that's probably what it should be, because there's no fucking way you should ever be able to have a diamond grouping with a fucking high gold. Like, it shouldn't happen. And here I am six-stacking with a diamond. And it really throws the whole, the whole system, their algorithm is just broken for that. Mm -hmm. And now, the diamond, 
Is it a diamond DPS or a diamond support tank? Because if it's a diamond DPS, you're climbing like a motherfucker. If it's a support DPS, no, not so much. It's very different. Like, I am a diamond support tank. Not a, not a diamond DPS. The diamond we have is a DPS. DPS. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's fat then, dude. Like, you are lucky. I get to play with my cohort, uh, Andreas. I play games from Omnic Lab. And when I play with him, we fucking win. Because he's a diamond DPS, you know? Like, true. True. Yeah, so, I don't know. I guess we can we beat that to death. We can move on to something else at this point. <laughs> well, at this point, shit, we're at an hour and a half. Like, how long is this episode going to be? It's going to be as long <laughs> as we want it to fucking be, okay? I'm to release this in two parts. Bob, Bob, in my day, we did two and a half hour podcasts. <laughs> in my day, Farms we remembers. just talked till we couldn't yeah. talk no more. All right. So uh, me and Bob, I think we've given our thoughts on Brigitte. What do you guys think about Brigitte? I've seen gameplay of her so far. I haven't actually tried her out of the PTR. I probably I will try to do it this weekend. Um, I'm I I can play every single support. I can play like two or three of them really really well, and the other two at a mediocre level, I guess. Like Anna, I'm, I'm not the greatest with Anna, uh, but I can do, I can do pretty well with like you know Mercy, Moira, Zen, Lucio. This one right here, I'm trying to figure out how she's going to work well. I don't think if there's a mobile team, I don't know how well she's going to be able to support that. If they're super duper mobile, like Mercy is pretty mobile. You're not going to be able to back her up, really. I don't think as a Brigitte. But, you know, if you've got an Anna in there or a Zenyatta, that's main healing. I think she'll she'll be able to help support that a lot. I like to be mobile. I like to be all over the damn place. So that's why Mercy and Moira work really, really well for me. I don't know if this is going to work for my play style personally. I got to give it a try. I know I won't get to do it for like three weeks anyway after she launches. So because everybody's going to install. Well, if you weren't spending two thousand dollars on a bike, get yourself a badass rig, and then you can <laughs> install lock whatever you want. That's <laughs> a nice bike, though. <laughs> and when I say bike, I mean bicycle. Yeah. Not motorcycle. Yeah, it's a Trek Domani SLR5, SL5. There we go. It's a nice bike. <laughs> what about you, Mike? That's why he doesn't have the belly that I have. So. <laughs> I fucking love this champion. As a person who has been fucking segregated to always playing tank and has had to give up my support role because oh. we have so many people who want to play support when I queue up. Like, this makes my dream come true. I get to now be in the fray, whacking the shit out of people. Stunning tracers. Every- yep. I love killing tracers, let me tell you, first off. Do you like killing gangos? Oh, my God. It's so gratifying. It's like playing Symmetra all over again how it was so fun to kill tracers and genjis as symmetra but now i get to stop it you're gonna tilt jaw i live off of genji tears so (laughs) but but now i get to tilt them and be good on attack like (laughs) instead of like only being good on defense now i get to actually have an attack hero that i now get to like dive into the fray force like 
So this is what I this is my counterpoint to your mobile heroes. Yep. Your mobile heroes are gonna die if they don't fucking come to me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> if you are a Genji, and I'm sorry, if you're out of the line of yeah. sight of Anna and you ain't coming to me and you spam I need healing. You're on your own. Oh, dude, they're um, already on their own. I already tell them, you want heals, man. You come and peel for me. Like, but now this is going to make people even, like, stick to her even, like, more so. Right. Than, like, you know how sad it is to play as Reinhardt and then realize no one wants to stand behind your shield? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Like. Yes. Like. I linked this... you my playtime, like, just a second ago. I know. 100 I hours linked... of Reinhardt. I know, and I linked you mine. I, I think Reinhardt's up there in the second half on the real tier anyways. But anyways, like, it's really sad to play a tank and then nobody wants to actually be beside you. Like, Brigitte's going to require you to be around her whether you like it or not. So I, I don't recall. Does her melee swings, does that heal? Yes. Does it heal around her or just okay. her? Yes, okay. around it, her. Okay. So, they gave her the, so they gave her the Mistweaver treatment from WoW, basically. Melee it heals. Doesn't, it doesn't stack. Like, anytime you do damage with your shift, which is the the shooting Roadhog, yep. the opposite of the Roadhog hook, and when you swing with your primary fire, it will reset... Every time you make a hit, it will reset her passive, which heals for, is it 70 or 80 hit points? 80. Something like that. Yeah, but yeah. over but time, over time. So, over time. So, like, you just have to make sure you're always doing some sort of damage with your yep. primary fire and your shift, and then it's always active. So it's right. kind of like Lucio, but a you have to bit? keep activating it. Yes, a little bit, but you also have that overheal, which is so fucking nice. Oh, the shielding, over, yeah. The the over like overhealing a tank, like a diva as she's about to go in, is just so gratifying. Like yes, being able, like it's just so nice. Or when seeing a Reinhardt using shield is that about is to hard. Break. When I've huh? played her, it's I like, forget to use E constantly, and that's like what does that. And like. Well, and like you can use it quite often, so it, it's going to take some learning curve to be able to remember to throw that out. Like I think Zarya's are going to just pop right into uh, Brigitte. You know, I, think I didn't really think about that. If, if you look at my stats, guess what? I play a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so this will be this will be interesting because if I play with Jaw a lot, I will tailor who I heal on depending on the map. But a jaw, I know you'll tailor a little bit to the tank you you take, depending on who I'm healing as. Plus, so if you're going to be playing Zarya, I think that if I'm not being Mercy or that's not an option for me, this might be something that we'll have to think about. Well, not just that, but her ultimate too. Like her yeah. rally, her rally is like really good, if especially if everybody in a stays fight. close in a team fight. Yeah, like that's what I'm talking about in a team fight. That sh she's going to be able to initiate, like, not only, like, she, I think she's going to be really good at breaking down walls. Like, she's going to force fights. Like Zenyatta does when he, like, you know, when Zenyatta ults. ults, fuck, get on that shit and let's go. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. 
Yeah, and when people realize that, you know, like Zarya, when Zarya ults now, people know what's going on. Once people realize the built into their muscle memory and everything, then like it will be good. In the beginning, it's going to be a shit show. Oh no! Well, every hero is a shit show in the beginning. I mean, hands down. I mean, people thought Anna was weak. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well. Doomfist was a shit show in the opposite direction. He was the only one. He was a badass that first couple weeks, and then they nerfed the shit out of him. <laughs> kind of had to, but yeah. Yeah, because he took um, over the pro seed like crazy. Well, yeah, but if you look at Anna or Sombra or Arissa, like, it was, it took time. Arissa for- was never a shit show. Arissa's just always been, like, this level... Yeah, she was a slow burn, even slower than Anna. And now she's pretty much the most dominant tank in regular competitive across all levels. Like the changes they made to Arissa, I appreciated them, but I didn't think they were necessary. But I appreciated them. Sorry, sorry. Hey, hey, I need to change that. Besides Diva, I just, I totally forgot about, not forgot about, like, it's just Diva's, like, if you don't have a Diva, you're doing it wrong. But besides Diva, Orisa's the most dominant tank in the current ladder. they gotta do something about Diva. Again, like, they keep trying, and they they, they keep doing something about her, and she's still dominant. What did I say when the episodes that I was fucking on, I told them, you're backpedaling from what you want a Diva to be. You need a fucking pick a route, and they still haven't it's picked a goddamn yeah. route. They went from like, I, you know, go ahead, go ahead, go. Ahead. I'm gonna let I you finish. Fucking, <laughs> I fucking stand. I will stand by that goddamn episode we did where I went on a fucking long ass diva tangent about how they changed her. I was like, look, you're saying she wasn't meant to be a bully. You fucking built her as a bully. What the fuck did you expect her not to be? And now you're trying to make her this. That's just gonna make her worse. Like, yeah. you wanted a bully. Just fucking own up to it and build her like a fucking bully. Jesus. Anyways. <laughs> and people were still complaining. Whenever somebody is getting their ass kicked by D.Va, like, or getting their ass kicked consistently by a character, I think the, the first thing they want to do, especially with gamers these days, is nerf as opposed to adapt. You know? Mm. You, you, they nerf first okay. instead of adapting. Okay, broken tear shirt. We got okay. you. <laughs> well, it's a good. It's it's true. It's, it's not true. It's not wrong. I'm just it's saying you're wrong. you're it's just because like... much like what they're trying to do in the national scene with our politics system is they're they're not trying to they're trying whoa, to go whoa, and whoa 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 I think it's the same thing, and I, I think you're right, Ja. We see it in all levels, and it hits this too. Much like how they made it easier with, you know, shooter games in general to bring more people in, you know, they took a little bit of that skill ceiling away, and they've done the same thing here, and it's how they keep on handling it with this regard. Right, yeah. I think that's that plays into it. And it has a lot to do with the competitive mindset of the community. Yeah. A, a, a truly competitive community. I see the look you're cat. giving me, Mike. Don't fucking judge me. You, <laughs> me. you tell me skill ceiling, but that's not the problem with D.Va. The problem with D.Va is she's a Swiss army knife. She can do anything depending on the play style. That's the problem. And that's what it, 
you, you see her a lot because of that. She can do a no lot of No one counters things. her. Um, that's not true. I mean, it's Arya played right. Well. Yeah. No one counters well, her. She's played well, in every single, every single Overwatch League game. Ja, the you only say that character as, you could say that. I can. Ja, you say Zarya counters her as Diva eats her ultimate. Well, then, yeah. <laughs> don't shoot your ultimate into a Diva that's facing you. <laughs> no one well, counters her saying, because if there is Zarya, she just doesn't go on attack. She protects the back line like no one counters her if played right that's the problem really are you saying well, that the... symmetra can't go and counter that symmetra can fucking melt her you don't have Not to anymore. Like, so Dude, symmetra at high levels of play is a joke yeah so, his, his, countering like, really like that's why they're changing her countering a character doesn't mean you have to keep killing that character or in diva's case even getting her out of mech it need, means you need to change the way that they're playing it, right? Like, so I gave that example on Tuesday about how I went Roadhog so that I could stop a Reinhardt and a Winston from moving forward, which was successful. That was a counterplay that worked. Zarya, you're, if she, you're right. Diva would, will not engage. If, the, if you have a Diva that's constantly engaging you, and that's the problem. She's hopping on people. She's killing people. She's dealing tons of damage. She's she's in the mix. You put a Zarya on that diva. That diva now has to think about what she's yep. doing. She has to move back. That's a counterplay in Overwatch. Countering characters. But if Diva's smart, that, she just doesn't engage, and she's still as use as useful. And most characters aren't like that. And, well, yeah, but that I don't. To me, that doesn't mean she's overpowered. It doesn't mean like, oh, well, she can't do this one thing. So now we gotta. Switch out of that character. Yeah, and I, I think don't think she's overpowered. I just uh, think she has too many tools. I don't know. I think she's. I don't think I it's that think bad. She's, like yeah. if if she didn't have the rockets, then she she would be just a backline defender, and she would be the defender of Zenyatta. And like she, you would definitely be. You would definitely not see her in every game. But since she has those. She really can just play so many roles. She but is those rockets Swiss aren't even knife. that powerful. I don't. Ugh. I rarely yeah. take. The, I yeah, yeah. maybe it's because <laughs> I don't get hit by them. Maybe it's because I avoid them. But I'm able to strafe those rockets, no problem. The you only gotta play somebody that's a little bit better than yeah, like that. Those diva rockets fucking hurt, man. That's what gives her. The rockets is what gives her kill potential. You can without those rockets, she rockets has too. no. Without Rocket, she has zero kill potential until ultimate. I don't even yeah. agree with that. If you if you corner somebody, you get them in close quarters. Unless you're going yeah. against okay. a code red, yeah, it's either going to be shield or... The only we time can, her, her can, primary fire is worthwhile we is when can you're be really like, close. I mean, we can what if the fucking scenario all goddamn day long. I can be like, well, what if I, I have love six... You, what if I have six <laughs> turrets and a shield generator and we're all beaming you yeah diva will dive in yeah but isn't that part of isn't that part of you know what makes the character necessarily strong is you have like Josh saying you got to know how to counter that that's part of playing like, the character that's part of playing the game but the that, but that, that that was my point is that she's not counterable because she can actually change up her game style and be just as effective like junkrat can't do that reaper can't do that Reinhardt can't do that. You know, that's 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 the difference. Let me put it this way. Diva doesn't have to be in the best situation to be at her 
to be better than other characters at their best situation. She's useful in multiple situations, which I think that's totally fine. There's, there's multiple characters who are useful in multiple situations, like Soldier 76, you know what I'm saying? Right. He's useful in many different situations. Go ahead, Mike. Like, you could right, watch my like, you can watch my stream from tonight, three three fifteen. You can watch it. And I played Diva in a uh high plat. There were low diamonds in the game. I played it bad. But you'll see I made key plays just because she's so good. And we full held Junkertown on on Def- on D de- on defense on point one, and I even pointed out to the stream. I was like, "Well, I didn't play very well, but I just protected the fucking healers, and that's all I needed to do. I didn't have stats, but we the- killed the shit out of that game, be- like because of that." The thing with Diva is she's good all around, whereas most heroes are only like I would say. Only a handful of heroes can say they're good all around in a sense of like only most heroes only succeed in certain situations. Diva exceeds at more than what most heroes succeed at. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I would agree with you and say that Tracer is the same, but Tracer takes an unbelievable more amount of mechanical skill. Tracer has a higher skill cap than D.Va. I will say that. Yeah, and so, like, Mostly but she is another is so character that can survive in almost any situation. But it just with, takes a lot more skill. The problem with Tracer is her low health pool. That's what holds Tracer. That's what keeps Tracer skill. And her mobility and whatever. But, like, I'm still going to lay on, like, she has a really low health pool. If she gets plucked even, like, an instant by anything, she's fucked. Like, like, I mean, that's that's the problem. The thing with Diva, though, is it doesn't matter if you're plucked. You still have a GTFO. You can still get yourself out of a situation. That's if they don't shoot you in the back when you're moving, though. I mean, I've, I've been able as McCree, Soldier, Junkrat, you know, I've been able to take out Divas that are trying to flee because they got in over their heads. Great. Then you should get your head shot by someone who's shooting you while you're busy dealing with the Widow. Yeah, but, but just say, dealing okay. with the Diva. Yeah. But okay, okay, Bond. In all fair, in all fairness, what's the highest SR you've played at? Uh, what was it? Twenty five. I think I got twenty five something. Twenty five. Yeah, twenty five something. See, and that's when you're gonna start running into the divas that aren't just balls to the wall damage. Like you're gonna run into the really smart ones. At that's when you're gonna start, and then you get up into like diamond, and the divas are just fucking stupid, man. Oh no! Wait. Like Overall, I've been higher than that. I thought it was twenty six hundred at one point. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. It. I. I've seen some good players across the board. John, and I have gone into matches where there's people. You might have even been there with some of us, where we're going against people that were diamond or higher. Uh, what was it you were saying, John? Remember those two that we reported, and they actually end up getting in trouble or whatever. Oh, the guys who were boosting. Yeah, the like guys they who were, were boosting. They were easily. These guys were easily jammed. But, like, yeah, and we've like, gone yeah. against people like that. Boosting. I know certain. Certain people are going to be able to take that one, you know, hero that you think is not necessarily OP and they're going to completely shred you with it. Like I have ran into some of those people before. I generally from but, at the levels like, you know, like you're saying, having Mikey here, you know, because he, he's more casual having me in, you know, at, you know, the high gold, low dime, uh, high gold, low plat, you know, and stuff like that. I haven't seen it being as much of a problem nearly as much. But again, maybe I don't have your experience. 
I mean, Diva's a problem even at local at gold and oh, platinum. Yeah. Yeah, and like, she's like she's but, a deep she's a DPS problem. She'll like own the game, you know. But I will say, because of Diva's popularity, because of how much people like Diva and how much people like him playing Diva, if you fuck with Diva more than you already have, you start running that risk of like pissing your casual community off. Well, so they've which been doing then that us, forever. Which, well, which then rotates us back into our whole segment of balance by fucking pro but, or by casual. But I mean, they pissed the fuck out of everybody when they when they nerfed Mercy because the majority of the player base was playing Mercy the majority of the time. You know. Well, Mercy, I would say, is a really special fucking case. And then they immediately released a support immediately after nerfing. And they're about to release another support after nursing, nerfing Mercy that's making everybody jizzy. Are you calling Mercy special? <laughs> I thought that Mercy. was I thought that was Symmetra. Mercy. Oh, oh. Sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. Do we need to edit that? Non-typical. Non-typical. I will correct it. Non-typical. That's the proper way to say autism is not typical. The problem with Mercy in Overwatch is that Resurrect doesn't really have a place in a game with such a high time to kill. That is... that That has been Mercy's biggest problem. Resurrect was uh, i'll put it like this maybe because a lot of people disagree that resurrect doesn't have a place but at the very least the risk versus reward factor with resurrect did not it it, it didn't balance out properly resurrect is such a huge move just bringing one person back bringing the right one person back to a team fight can be tremendous and um yeah mercy just like they that's what they're really trying to balance out so they even need to get rid of res or like they're on the path to making it super. Uh, it's what's the word I'm looking for? Risky. Worth they've, it. It's risky they've now. Already, the, they've already they've already nerfed res as much as they can. If they nerf if they nerf res anymore, like then she just won't be played. I mean, I mean, ac- yeah, accurate. Like they're like, at a healthy spot. Like right now, the owl. It's different supports throughout. Like they're hey, in a good spot right now. A lot of casuals I've been playing with are finally starting to be okay with where Mercy's at. Because now they're starting to play other supports when they didn't used to. So now they're playing Mercy plus another hero on top of that. Well, he's so, not trying to res in the middle of a team fight. I don't know. That I still or, do. You know, Dude, well, you know how problem- many times I've heard as of late, Ryan, can you shield so I could res? Awesome. Awesome. Team <laughs> play to get the res you, off. That's what you asked for, Jaw. You got I've what you asked Jaw, for. I've asked Jaw yep. for that kind of thing plenty of time. And even you, Bob, I've asked you a my bunch man, of times, too. My man. I've asked you a bunch of times where I'm like, hey, dude, can you shield me? I the mean, times you got to worry is when Jaw, I say no. you've won. You've won. All I'm saying is even the casuals are happy that, that five-man res is gone because now that's not like a complete denial of a great play. Right. That's what it used to be. Yes, it used, it used to, to be like, oh, that was such a great play. Oh, I never oh, even played we, it. Even we play used three ults. We overused ults, but That's we're okay. Oh no. Right there. Oh no. Yeah. I see. I've Definitely. been playing Mercy now since we started mostly with Overwatch, and I never even liked that. 
because it was so hit or miss. You'd either go in and res one person or two people, or you'd go in and res five. It was such a crapshoot. Well, and I hated you it. had to play the game where you would hide at some point. Yeah. And that's not fun for anybody. No. Unless you're Sombra. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hated it. I never really liked that. And uh, even after the nerf, I was like, it's still not a problem. The only thing I, you know, I kind of struggle a little now, but is that I saved my ult for one of two reasons. Either A, everybody's taking a shitload of damage and I got to heal. Or B, uh, the the dumbass Gengus decided to, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! no KO Ken, and I got to get the hell away from it. Yeah, and it's, I hope ability, I can get away from him quick the, enough. The massive AoE healing that Mercy can do greatly over, like, definitely benefit. It's a nice way of saying, okay, you don't get five-man res anymore, but here, you can actually keep people from just fucking dying. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's the compromise, and it's a good compromise, and Based off the people I've been talking to and based off the people I've been playing with, it seems to have worked out pretty well for them in the long run. Yes, everyone was griping at the beginning. Go figure. Everyone griping about losing five-man res, who would have thought? Right. But now people are starting to settle down and just realize, like, no, this was for the best. Dude, all I asked for with, with when it came to res was risk has to be matched the reward. Mm-hmm. Huge well, reward, the only- huge risk. The only thing people complain about now is the amount of time it takes to res. And I think that's fine. I think it's fine. I think the res timer is just fine. I think I she's think the balanced, res time. Yeah. I think it's fine because it is super risky. Like you have to work with your team to get the res off now. You know, that's that's it's it's massive. What's the, so. what's the time at now? Do we know? One point seven five seconds. Mm-hmm. I think it could be one point five, but no, one point seven five. We're good. <laughs> yeah i i think it, the resurrection. i think it'd be fine. one point i think it'd be 1.5 but that's that's so, a side remember, thing. Remember, please do remember like well i, I mean I, I have played matches where a mercy would res in the middle of a group the mercy standing right there and people still couldn't kill her yeah <laughs> like i have that seen that happen me i mean that is a common occurrence but i'm just saying that makes me I think upset it could be, i think it could be 1.5 not 1.75 I'm just, just like, me. how? How? I don't know, Joel. Why didn't you shoot her? Well, because I was playing a healer at the time that was busy spraying the yellow shit. Well, <laughs> the sounds, like, shit. sounds like you should have been shooting some purple shit. Not to mention, <laughs> the purple shit won't kill her fast enough. You need no, somebody who can actually do damage. Yep. Well, throw an orb. Throw a death orb. It's out still, it's still not enough. It's like trying to kill him a Kree off before he goes and hits you with his you know, high noon. Yeah. I mean, there's there's times as soon as I hear that, my immediate thought is, why the hell is everybody not stomping her fucking guts out right now? She's <laughs> mo- she's low. She has no goddamn mobility right now. She is static, basically, and she's rezzing somebody, probably somebody that needed to die in the first place. Everybody's <sighs> thoughts immediately needs to go. I need to go and wreck her completely. And it doesn't yeah, it happen. happen. Now, when I play a Mercy, I'm happy when it doesn't happen because then I'm like, ha, ah, you're all idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Especially uh, when I do the always... brazen reses where I just do it right in fucking front of everybody. I'm like, yeah, you're just going to let this happen? All right, cool. <laughs> it's, always, it's always nice when it's not happening That's a yeah. bad happen. That's, that, that's a bad habit to form, though, Bond. What's that? The, That'll get you killed the brazen as you move into platinum. No, as your res when everybody's around not caring. Mm-hmm. 
you'll end up doing that in a real match and then you'll die and then you will cost the team the the uh, I have done that in uh comp matches before and like I said I tell Jaw all the time because I'm I'm one of the things I I pride myself on being really good with mercy is I know when to heal and I know when to stack health to boost damage and I tell Jaw every time that he comes close to dying but we wipe everybody is that I'm playing a dangerous game and I got lucky <laughs> <laughs> it's a dangerous yeah. game I'm playing, and right now I just happen to win. I, I usually have pretty good judgment on when it's okay to do and when it's not okay to do. Uh, and it comes down to having a lot of trust in my teammates. So, I mean, I don't do it every time, obviously, but there's sometimes when it's like, that, no. That hurts me as a recent tank player. Uh, and <laughs> you, ask Jaw. I'm pretty so damn this good. Was when... a tank. <laughs> I, motherfucker if you like read my stats you would see like those tank starts are rising up <laughs> if it, right, yeah i mean i'm ahead. a i'm a pretty decent healer and you know when jaw is tanking and stuff i know i know how to play because i know that i can trust him if i say hey i'm you know i'm busy doing something else real quick i know that he'll you know adjust his play style accordingly so well, okay my question for you is yeah. jaw is bond a pretty decent healer is Bond a pretty decent healer? Because he's saying he is, but I mean, I want to hear what someone yeah, else thinks. Honestly, dude, if I'm shit, let me know. I'll get better. No, no, he's a decent healer. The only problem he has, which we've talked about, is that sometimes he's overly aggressive. Mm. Yep. Hey, like, and when he popped his mercy <laughs> ult when hey, I first hey. played with him the first time on Ilios Well, and he popped it at spawn, and I was like, don't, you should have saved that for the next push. Hey, Jaw. Hey, Jaw. <laughs> Who's a better healer, me or Bond? <clears throat> Ooh, we have to go into this. Yeah, we're, <laughs> right we're doing this. Come on, Mike and I are just doing this say, now. Just say Blaze and Bob. <laughs> Save yourself. Save yourself. It's like, what? I'm leaving the country in a few days. I don't have time for this. <laughs> Actually, I'd be oh, very no. interested to see if you were tanking and Mikey and I were uh, co-healing. I think if we were two stack well, I mean, healing, we we would own it. That's dependent. That's dependent on who's healing what. Like who's got what. Take whatever you want. I'll point. I'll fill in the I'll fill in after that. I got you, man. Okay. I got you, dude. Oh, that's teamwork. All right, so makes it dream. Bring up one last question, and we can kind of close up because we've been going for a while. <laughs> two, uh, two hours. hours. Yeah. <laughs> so. Have fun. Bob, have fun editing. <laughs> well, no, I'm actually editing this one. So oh, have fun oh, editing. You'll spare Bob. Well, um, Bob will be spared. What do you see happening with the future of Overwatch? So it's not like, you know, we usually ask that question around like the uh, the annual, you know, the Overwatch anniversary. But since you guys probably won't be here, <laughs> what do you guys see? What's going on with the future and of Overwatch? And you guys should fucking come back for some I, episodes I here was, there. Please, I, I messaged Shaw about it a week ago, and he, he never got a hold of me and let me know when it was going to happen. So I blame yeah, that on him. Bond, please come back. Mikey, please come back. Like, you guys are too much fun. Yeah. Mikey's thinking. Well, you know, you know we'll th I'll, I'll, you know, when it's appropriate, <laughs> when it's appropriate, you know, we'll, episode we'll 200. See. <laughs> yeah. I, I promise it'll at least be before 200. <laughs> I don't play WoW. I don't play WoW at such a high level anymore. But so. anyways, but anyways, future of Overwatch. What do we see? Uh, more i'm definitely expecting a uh another story event like the upright the overwatch uprising soon 
Oh yeah, I that's that's I that's a, definitely. I am definitely <laughs> expecting one of those really. If soon. they release it with this next thing, you have to come play with us. We have to do a force <laughs> deck. All right, and we'll stream it on mashthosebuttons.com. Okay. Match those buttons. I hope you're on right, Twitch. Mikey. I yeah. really want another <laughs> I, story. I want another story. I think I think they have done enough multiplayer stuff now that it's it's almost time to like bring in a, another single player story arc kind of or maybe not single player, but you know what I mean. Like that whole uprising was. I'm expecting another uprising kind of event soon. Because man, did people fucking come back for that shit? Yeah. Holy crap! Then the numbers rise when that when that mode came out. Yeah, that was because people have been starving for single for like you know story content. We're still starving. Yeah. Like we me all us casuals are like, give us more, please. Nom nom nom, nom 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 nom. Yep. Hey, what about you, Bond? Uh, I, I'm hoping for another story event and I'm hoping for, um, I don't know, maybe I want to say a new character, but I'm, I'm a big fan of lore and everything. That's why I've done a bunch of the podcasts there, uh, with a torn and a goblin with, uh, with, with Nick and Katie there. I really love lore. You know, it's one thing why we were talking, you know, in the pre-show here before we got started here about, you know, Dead Island and why that was a letdown. It was the the opening trailer for that game. We don't was so we don't beautiful. Talk about that. It was so <laughs> beautiful and amazing. And I got so hyped up for it. And, you know, the, the trailer had nothing Dude, to do I with the game. I love searching through every suitcase in that game. Now, don't get me wrong. Searching through the suitcase, <laughs> you know, to big voodoo was awesome, you know. But you and know, then I learned I, the dupe thing where I could make <laughs> as many of the good weapons as I wanted. It was beautiful. But you know, like I, I want, I'd like more. I'd like to see more lore content, and I would like more of the videos. I know Jaw and probably everybody here hates May, but I really liked Rise. I thought Rise was an awesome freaking video. Um, I named one of my chinny my chinchillas after you know May, and uh. Yeah, it it was great. We need more stuff like that, I think, in the game. Hold on. After all the debate about <laughs> nerfing and buffing May, I said most you're everybody. Come here and say Hold up. that what I don't do? like May. I said most everybody. I don't know if Bob doesn't like her, but I know I John fucking hates have, her. I fucking hate her. Dude. I, if, I have stood if, up for if May. If you're not a May player, you else. fucking hate her. I have stood up for May more than anyone else in this I podcast. Don't pl- I, would I say. don't play May that much, but I have skins for her and voice lines because she is hilariously adorable. The 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 Yeti event that they had during uh winter, ton of fun. I love that. I loved it. I had fun with it. Oh my gosh. I know like I said, I know Jaw seriously fucking hates her. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you call her? I think at one point. All I'm saying is that the beam doesn't need to be that long. That's all. <laughs> we have had this debate. I don't know how many times we have compromised over her length, her damage, her her Earth. her range of how long it takes for the icicle to travel. We have debated this enough. We are not getting into this again. <laughs> Just saying, they just buffed her so she can freeze Tracer and Genji. That's just, just saying. Yeah, dude, nobody likes trying like to make it so Tracer isn't played every game in the in the Overwatch League. I mean, they're like Brigitte is a prime example. They're trying to make it so Tracer isn't the end all be all because right now she is. 
And it kind of sucks too because like the people that play Tracer at a high level, that's all they do. If you see anybody who just tries to flex onto Tracer, like Jake, one of the best players in the game, cannot play Tracer for shit. Like lots of people cannot do it. The only people very... that can are the people that play her twenty four seven. And if they really take her out of the game, it's gonna hurt some some pros. She is very unique. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's what and that's what causes her to be that way. She is a very unique champion versus all the others, and just how you have to play her, how you have to dance that delicate dance, like that's why I can respect like, people that play her and play her well. It doesn't mean I like them, and I, I I think the character is a pain in the goddamn ass to deal with, and that's why as a Moira, it it's a little better for me as a Moira because I can at least shoo her away. And be like, you know, get the fuck out of here. Because I, I don't like to use the DPS orb that much as Moira. I find her, you know, her piss orb to be a lot better. It's more useful. And, you know, because what? She can heal more. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, she can heal more than she can DPS. The piss orb. That's that's what we need to call name. it. Yeah, because what we're talking about, we're piss spraying orb. that yellow liquid all over. Everybody. Can we not? This is not what I'm into at all. This is not my. This is not my thing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, okay. uh, yeah. So yeah, more more content, more more lore content, if possible. There's a lot of story arcs right. that they have going that I I'd, I'd either like to see some conclusions I, to, or to get more mm -hmm. info on. It's it's like I said that they've gone a really long time with pushing the competitive multiplayer side. It's they're due for a a uh, a story push. We haven't had a story push since Doomfist launch. They're due for it every event going forward. If <laughs> well, like if, like if mean, they were smart, like they would just retool events to be story. Well, my problem is like. Even what used to be like a casual thing captured the flag. They competitive the fucked out of it this time around, or they tried to. Well, they so, improved it for sure. But go ahead. Oh, oh yeah, though. But they they made a competitive mode. They made it very like competitive centric. I'm I'm waiting for that new like uprising, basically, like a different version of uprising. Whatever they choose to do, whether it's in the pre Overwatch, the current during Overwatch, or post Overwatch's fall. I'm I'm waiting for that. Like that's that other than Brigitte, that's what I'm looking forward to the most is more story content. Yeah. Bob, what about you? Same dude. I'm hoping for story content. And if they really did it right, like the Overwatch League is going now, let the devs start doing the story content and then release the cartoon I've been asking for for fucking ever. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday morning. Yeah. So I, uh, well, I think they're um, obviously uprising is coming up. They already confirmed it, but I, after the, the way the year two events have been going so far, I'm actually losing faith that they're going to do something new. I am really afraid that we're going to get the uprising event. And it's just going to be the same one as last year. Maybe a change or two, maybe a new enemy, like, you know, well, something. You so. would be the pessimist. I'm yeah, hoping for them not doing that and giving us what we want. Yep. Well, we'll we'll see. I'm I'm curious what they'll do for the year anniversary, the second year anniversary of Overwatch, because that's around the bend as well, right? Like May. 
Yeah, for that, I'm actually just fully expecting for them to do the same thing. Just release some new skins and call release it a day. Oh, that's a really, put a, really put a freaking really, cool skin, though. Put a put a really blinding white background to blind everybody as they turn on the game. Yeah, then, <laughs> I still didn't get to get that tracer skin, uh, the graffiti one. That's the only one I really wanted out of the uh, the anniversary. I think You'll I got to do else. it this year. Yeah, these yeah. the only that's the only thing I I think I got everything else I wanted. I'm a little sad though on my new account. I don't have my uh, junkrat skin though, my winter skin. The nice. only thing that if they repeat that is unforgivable because they do want they want to repeat those summer games and stuff like that to give people the chance to win the skins from the previous year. The only thing that's not like okay to completely repeat would be uprising. Like they could still set like a new storyline in the pre-Overwatch era where it's still a wave of enemies and you could still earn those old Mercy Reinhardt Tracer Torbjorn skins. But then you'd have a chance to earn new pre-Overwatch's falling skins as well that go with Uprising. But they would have to Dude, do whatever they need to. I say since Battleborn is dead, just take the way Battleborn played and apply it to Overwatch. <laughs> oh, my God. You could totally you know, do. You know how crazy that would be? You know how fucking... I loved Battleborn's multiplayer, but their heroes were either not all that good yeah. or no one knew how to fucking play that game. Yeah, Battleborn had many problems, and it wasn't necessarily from the type of game it was. But if Blizzard just took that game type, you could easily turn that into an Overwatch versus Ta Talon type of like game mode where you can only pick certain heroes on this side, you only pick certain heroes on this side, and your objective is to make sure the other team doesn't get, you know... Um, you know, all these points, like, you know, like, so like, it's, it, it's basically just the denying the team points. It changes the way the game plays, but you can also have story with it. It would be fucking awesome. But I don't, I don't know if they do that. That That's just I, something I dream about. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever see another shooter that plays like Battleborn did. Unfortunately. Just because of how hard it tanked. Yeah. And the, that, the, for those who don't remember or don't even know what Battleborn was, let me tell you, it released between Doom and Overwatch. Had the worst release date Terrible possible. timing. Oh, it was bad. Terrible timing. I'm still playing Doom. I still haven't beaten it yet. I played here and there. And their, tutori and their tutorials were bad. They didn't really teach people how they were supposed to play the game. And it just... There was so much hope in Battleborn, and I really tried to be behind it all I could. But man, but you know, that, like you know, I don't know if you're for too long since we've been talking for a long time. Right? You know what could have saved them? Dropping the price faster because you know who that did save? Titanfall two. Say so yeah, that shit saved Titanfall two. Too bad they 100%. couldn't go back and save uh, Bulletstorm. I like that game. That game was awesome. They just well, they tried. They HD remade it, and still no one bought it. It sucks too Is because this the game was Overwatch podcast. <laughs> what do you say? It might be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, Anyways. Yeah, but um, yeah. That's why I, I mean, I, I I do. I'm a, I'm I'm a bit of a pessimist. I, I'm I'm you guys worried. Got off track. I've got to stop this. You got off track. <laughs> Episode 100. Thank you, folks, for joining us. <laughs> Two hours. We out. <laughs> this is what happens when Jaw brings up Battleborn. Seriously, though. Like, come on.
Yeah, well, no, it's just a good no, point. No, no, anyway. come on, no. It, we're at two hours and 12 minutes. It is done. Man. This is not even, dude, Man. Bob, this isn't even the longest. I have cut you long, off. This isn't even the longest podcast I've done. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> care. Like, just come on. Like, we can go on MASHcast and talk about all this. It'll be fun as heck. But Overwatch listeners are going to be like, what the fuck? Well, <laughs> like, should, Overwatch it, listeners should care about Battleborn so Overwatch doesn't do what Battleborn did. <laughs> it's yeah, I think we're nuts. past that. No, but yeah, Overwatch yeah. is sitting at 110,000 viewers right now as uh, the Gladiators might be able to take out Houston Outlaws. Mm. Yeah, and Gearbox is crying in the corner wishing they could be Overwatch, right? The Gearbox is crying while trying to cobble together fucking Borderlands, Borderlands 3. Three. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, which I mean, is, yeah, which is a whole nother topic on how they're going to pull that off in the uh, in the era of destiny. Yeah. Anyways, back to Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, besides that, though, besides the immediate future, though, I do think that eventually Overwatch will take a more competitive turn. They kind of have no choice. Um, they have no choice for the longevity of the game. But for now, like it's still like it's. I'm watching I don't some think competitive they, shit with the Gladiators two one right right now over Houston Outlaws. This is exciting. Yeah. So I, I um I don't know like it's I I hope that with the more focus on competitive, they actually start making moves that help people more learn, learn the game more and help them out and stuff like that so we'll see but i guess we'll, maybe this is episode 100 talk about the future of watchpoint radio like what's going on with watchpoint radio uh well for the most part i think this show is gonna stay what it is right i really don't see any point in changing how the show works and what we focus on we do have other projects that we're working on obviously prepared to attack is uh something that we put a lot of work into and we've gotten um a lot of good feedback from it it's helped a lot of people and going forward we will be working to improve that or or at least take the the, go ahead it's the only place you can go right now to find at least 24 of the 27 characters completely up-to-date guide it's the only place in podcasts, any 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 place, and it's the only place that you're going to get GMs that are going to tell you how to play. There's podcasts where it's a dude like me and Jaw who play at Plat tell telling you how to play the character, but who the fuck cares about that? <laughs> this is the place where GMs will tell you, and they're all up to up up to date. Period. Yeah, so like we, uh, we're gonna continue with that, but the biggest problem I see we're prepared to attack is how long they are. Like it's you know it's like an hour long, and some people just won't take the time to do that. So going forward, you will see changes in that. Not with the podcast itself, but we're gonna use other forms of media to help get all this important information maybe into a smaller package, a faster package. So on those free weekends, those scrubs have no excuse to be scrubs, you know? Okay. Less informative package, a less informative package, but still nonetheless, like they should be, they should know the basics. The kids will be able to follow. Exactly. So (laughs) we will be working on that, but that's not the only thing where I don't want to, 
put too much out there right now, but we, uh, I think the community is going to be pretty happy with what's coming for prepared to attack. So that's the main, like, that's the main project we're working on. And also once I get back, I'm a, I'm a, probably in a week or two after I get back, I'll have another overwatch related announcement that we're working on. So there's lots going on. So just keep it, you know, keep it here. You'll hear about it here, but you know, the support we get here definitely helps with the, uh, with the other projects we're working on. Like kind of, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into them. So if we're not really seeing the backing behind Watchpoint radio or the listeners behind Watchpoint radio, it's kind of like, well, do we really even need to do this thing? You know? So we appreciate all the support. We thank, I thank everybody who's been listening for a really long time. Some of you guys have been listening for a long time. And I played with a lot of you guys at this point. And I have yet to meet any of you guys who were assholes, you know, Except Even, for Hippo. Hippo's a total asshole. Oh, you think Hippo, <laughs> Hippo's an no, asshole? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I just wanted to give a shout-out. Yeah, <laughs> shout-out to Hippo. But, yeah, it's um, it's awesome. I mean, for me, it's it's been real awesome doing this podcast. I mean, it's been a, sh- a fucking shit ton of work, you know, to get, to get to where we are and do this week after week after week. I think I've only missed three shows. And uh, those and- due to emergency most of the time. <laughs> I've only missed one show since I started, but yes, I this podcast has gone on for fucking too fucking long. Seriously, guys, I'm sorry, but I do want to say thank you so much, Cha. Thank you so much for bringing me in and just letting me know that I could actually podcast. I had wanted to do it for years, and I just wrote you on a whim, and like, if I keep talking about this, I'm seriously going to fucking cry, but like, Thank you, and dude. teaching Thank you how you. to edit. Thank you. Thank no you. Pr- no Thank you for everything, dude. You have been a mentor for me in many different aspects, and I truly appreciate it. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. You gotta give yourself a pat on the back too. You're fucking awesome, Bob. Yeah, <laughs> no, I just, I just, I just, I'm, I'm co-pilot for days. I'm goose. <laughs> well, you know, you're an awesome goose. But what you do, like you know, I know, I know you. Uh, you're a little hard on yourself sometimes, sometimes those times we've had to like you know leave the show or do something on your own and you, you've done a great job you're a little too hard on yourself you're awesome mm-hmm. well, thank you know you. Uh, you know and sometimes you gotta wake up in the morning bob and tell yourself you're awesome that's like that's how i start every day <laughs> <laughs> that's how i start every that's, day that's where it comes from it all makes <laughs> I sense it was power thirst but hey yeah. <laughs> This brought yeah. to you by G Fuel. Yeah, but I'm actually glad. All, I'm, I'm happy for for everybody that's here right now. For you know, for Mike, for Bond, for you, Bob. You guys have made it much easier to do this show in and out. Like we've we put up, we we're all we all put a lot of hard work into you know what we've done here, and it shows. And I think the audience really appreciates that. Those who are still listening right now, anyway, because <laughs> we've been talking for quite some time. Yep, they're but, on uh, day three. They've, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're keeping it going, but yeah, I've no, done but that yeah. with podcasts before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but thank you guys very much for for being part of the show, and uh, you know, this is the last time we're gonna we're all gonna be together. I'm sure, pretty sure. Next time we'll kind of we'll make sure no drinks have happened beforehand. <laughs> More drinks yeah, have happened before. Hour and a half of drinking before was why, a bad call. Why did you? Why did you have to blow the surprise? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if somebody's I didn't, already brought up the drink, seriously, okay? guys, if I didn't know no, this was last minute. Me. I would have drank. <laughs> promise me, promise me, you guys will come back and guest, please. 
guest. Like, I already talked to John. I might come back uh, full time with you guys. Oh, nuts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. I see that look on John's face. He's like, like, what? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> John has a couple other announcements, too. Oh, <laughs> we're all fired. Uh-oh. <laughs> Did I just let the cat up? Oh, never mind. No, we'll, 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 when we get back, we'll, we'll talk more about that. When I get back, I'll talk more about that. Ooh, <laughs> surprises. Like I said, um, you know, we got stuff in the works. Just, uh, you know, before uh, I say anything, I want to make sure it's a bit farther along. <laughs> you know, as I said, when I get back, I think people are going to be happy. I think by the end of 2018, uh, we will be making Overwatch a better place. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> For everybody. That's, that's, that's the goal. That's the the show is community based. We what we care about the community. We want to make sure everybody, if you come and Overwatch, you're having a good time, and you're able to play. And that's that is the goal for that for of Watchpoint Radio, and prepared to attack and stuff like that. I mean, that's that's the goal of mash those buttons. Enjoy playing video games. You know, enjoy playing video games. There's, there's a, you know, that that I can I can speak to that. Yeah, mash those buttons has always been about yep. that from. All the long, 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 long ago. (laughs) It's always been about trying to to show the passion behind all these games. Every last one that that we care about. Absolutely. So with that, uh, we're going to take it to Bob in the present. (laughs) I don't know if he's sleeping at his desk right now or what. Because it's been going on for so long. But uh, totally taking dinner while this is going on stream. Thank you guys very much for those who have hung out and uh, thank you very much for listening to Watchpoint Radio. We are going to go for another 100. We're going to start another streak, you know, yeah. and uh, do it. I'll see you guys when I get back. Take it easy. Later. Peace. All right, guys. Well, it's been a long one. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys celebrated with us and thank you for coming. Uh, to close it out, prepare to attack. Batch 5 is almost done. Bastion's been done forever, but John just hasn't put it out. I think he's hoarding it because he doesn't like Bastion. And uh, we live stream every Tuesday night, normally, at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, send us your Overwatch stories. We would love to hear them. We support our PS4 com- community, our Xbox One club, and our Discord is discord.me slash mash those buttons. We encourage you to check out Heroes of Overwatch on, f- on Facebook. They're a great group and a good time. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at blazon underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z. I-N underscore B-O-B. We encourage you to check out the other Match Those Buttons podcasts. And thanks for coming, guys. I appreciate it tremendously.